0: Welcome to The Cinema Swamp, a podcast where friends, enemies, and Minnesotans talk about movies. On tonight's episode, we discuss The Night He Came Home. The Cinema Swamp talks about the new Halloween film and compares it to the original 1978 classic. Watch out for spoilers for any and all Halloween continuities, that Friday the 13th franchise, the Alien franchise, Terminator 1 and 2, Freaky Friday, and X-Men Days of Future Past, The Road Cut. I'm ready to talk about some Halloween. Yeah, me too. Ha- ha- Halloween, and when I say Halloween, I, I, I refer to the 1978 film and the 2018 film and not the 2007 remake, also titled Halloween, probably the many other Halloween movies that are out there. Mm-hmm. How many are there all together? Uh, Halloween movies mm-hmm. in the main series? Yeah. Or...
1: are there like seven
2: well, more than that,
1: I
0: think. Mm, there's the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, six. H two O. H two O. Resurrection, and then there's this new one. So that's technically nine. Okay. But if you count oh, the Rob Zombie, zombie, zombie films, yeah, that's there's 11. eleven. There's eleven. Yeah. I count the Rob Zombie films because, to me, I mean that's a different series and different continuity. But then again, we're doing new continuities any all the time.
2: Is there four continuities mm. then?
0: Yeah, cause well, there's technically there's. One and two, which is the continuity, mm-hmm. and uh, which includes four, five, and six. So that's one continuity. Mm-hmm. Then there's just three. So that's its own continuity. <laughs> yeah. There's the uh, Halloween 1, 2, and then H2O and Resurrection. So that's the third continuity. There's the Rob Zombie film. So that's the fourth continuity. And now we <laughs> have the, the, one the con- newest. Yeah, yeah, one new one. So that's five fifth continuity is this considered like the fifth
2: reboot then too that's what
0: i well because when i saw it, i was going to put on instagram fifth times a charm but i don't think people would get that because yeah. they be like oh there's 11 movies i'm like nope that it's not what i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's pretty bad i can't wait until next year when they have halloween resurrection again and they kill off jamie lee curtis again and yeah then they have to wait another 20 years to do it again
2: this guy i follow on twitter he posted uh It said, like, iconic Halloween movie, or, yeah. I think I said iconic Halloween movie ranked, or rankings or whatever, and it said, like, Halloween with a greater than symbol, Halloween with a greater than symbol with Halloween. (laughs) So, we have no idea which one is which.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. The best one is Halloween 2 by Rob Zombie. I think that's everybody's favorite in the series, by far.
3: Oh, yeah. You guys have seen it? I haven't seen no. the Rob Zombie ones. I, I <laughs> say I, I for sure <laughs> seen the first one. I don't. I don't know if I've seen the second one.
0: I never even got to the Rob Zombie films.
3: My mom bought <sighs> them I, her and her horror movies. She had to buy the new one.
0: I just heard that they did like the backstory, the Michael Myers. And that wasn't good. Do you, I don't know if I need to see that. Do you remember
3: Hancock, the blonde kid who he like throws into the sky? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. that's the kid who plays oh, Mike Myers you know I think I've seen that hmm. too and I, I don't know if I need to know that he's Michael Myers but then again the Michael Myers at the beginning of the original film doesn't he doesn't have the look of someone who would stay silent for the next 40 years and go on murderous rampages all the time I guess that's the point the first one you think yeah when you see him at first you know mm-hmm. when the parents come home like Michael what happened he's just sitting there like mouth open like what did I just do mhm And the rest of the movie is just a murderous animal. (laughs) Poor Loomis is like, we need to destroy him with fire and everything. Like, he just wants to, like, he... he, I want to know what this weird magical power that Michael Myers possesses that keeps him alive forever, apparently. His Mm -hmm.
3: drive to kill.
0: (laughs) That's pretty much it. It's evil. The evil consumes him. Or whatever he always says.
2: Mm -hmm. I like it. I mean, I thought... I mean... I, I like that there was, like, a... In a way, there's, like, a lack of description other than just saying, like, it's just that. It's, like, just evil. That's
0: why I kind of like that they made this uh, less of a sequel to the second one and just to the first one, and mm-hmm. got rid of the whole, always, the brother. Because, one, it makes it, to me, more scary if he's just going after her for, like, no reason, and he goes mm-hmm. after everyone for no reason. Because, I mean, yeah, I get, I, I like, I like it both ways. I like... <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's a cool series. You get it one or the other. You get the one where it's like, oh, they have a family connection and that's why he keeps chasing her.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: If you want to follow the uh, 5 and 6, the 5th and sixth movie rules where it's like part of the Thorn cult and that's the reason he has to keep killing his family, I guess. There's a whole thing there. <laughs> but that's fine too, I guess. I don't know. I wish they would have developed it more. But I also like with this one where it's just back to, no, He's just, it's just random. That's all it is. <laughs> and... It's not that he's um, supernatural or anything, it's just that he gets shot, but he's just so full of evil that I don't feel like he can feel pain anymore. <laughs> he just keeps going. He's just mm-hmm. like, screw it, I got shot in the shoulder, but who cares? Doesn't he yell this, though?
2: I thought he yelled, like, when, when Jamie Lee Curtis like, bit his hand, and like oh well, definitely when she shot his hand, I, I thought he, he, he yelled. He
1: either yelled or grunted, I think it sounded something, like. Something he like made a sound.
2: Yeah.
0: Anyways, I think we started already, but...
2: (laughs) Yeah, we were looking at each other like
0: we started. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, if you want to... This is the Cinema Swamp, by the way, and we're talking about Halloween tonight. Should we just start? (laughs) Yeah, no, I like where we
4: started. (laughs) Okay, Uh, cool. It seemed like there
2: was a decent part where he said, yeah, let's talk about it. All right, cool.
4: Yeah,
3: (laughs) Just really, that was... was... I didn't know we started, so there's a, a lot of crinkling... That's fine.
0: No, that was the crinkling is the Halloween candy that's in theme with yeah. the episode. It's, not, it adds any, it's realness. not any different
2: from any movie theater that we've ever been in. Right. I'll get the porcelain bowl
3: and the MMs out. Yeah, could, you know, bowl the bowl and the out. It's like I was seeing
0: the seventh Harry Potter <laughs> last night, and there was someone in the back just as the movie's starting. It's a little silent, and mm-hmm. just like it's not like they're pouring their popcorn out. You're just like, <laughs> like you just hear it, and I'm like, <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> people got up like thirty times. I don't know what is this whole deal with people just they can't sit down. Like
2: I don't, there just, was uh, three girls in the theater last night when I saw Halloween that they sat in front of me, and as soon as like the first like orange lettering popped up on the screen, all three of them got up and left, and came back at least twenty minutes later and sat really? back down.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, I think we missed some of the movie. What the
2: heck could you've been doing for twenty minutes? Like, did you all have to poop?
3: Like
1: all
2: three of you, like,
3: you know. Oh, definitely. You know the girl rule. Yeah.
1: We poop in clusters. They poop, in you know. they poop
0: clusters in clusters. Poop, poop, poop in triplets.
2: But anyway, this is Halloween. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is Halloween. This is episode like we, are, we thought this was Goosebumps night. too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um. So this is episode fifteen, right? Think? Uh,
0: yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, unless unless this is going to be episode sixteen, depending. on Or sixteen, on when they yeah. It. Fifteen or 16,
2: one of these. Um, and uh, we are we all just recently watched the 2018 Halloween by I can't remember the director's name
0: this one, uh, David Gordon Green. David Gordon Green. Mostly known for his comedy films, like mm-hmm. Your Highness. I think he directed that one. He directed but Your he, Highness. Yeah, but nice. he did Pineapple Express, which is one of the greatest comedies ever made. Whoa. Yeah, That's a jump. You know, James Franco
3: <laughs> played Michael Myers in this movie. <laughs> That's impressive.
2: And Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah. um, really but we, Seth we, Rogen
3: as the black kid.
0: In celebration
2: of <laughs> in celebration of Halloween, the season, we decided that we would have an episode where we, um, pit the 1978 Halloween against the 2018 Halloween. Uh, two movies that are four decades separate, not just when they're made, but actual in the continuity of the franchise. And we thought it'd be pretty spectacular. So on, uh, this episode today, we have, uh, myself, Hunter. We have across from me is uh, um,
0: myself Justin.
4: Yep,
3: himself Justin. Who's who's to our left?
1: Myself Chloe.
3: <laughs> and their self <yourself>, Zach. Nice. <laughs> good job, Zach. <laughs> I, I did it right. Just, Thank yourself. There might do be good. someone out there who appreciates you, but uh,
2: but yeah. So I guess we already kind of started talking a little
0: bit about what we thought about it. It
2: was a pretty. But, uh, everyone at this table has seen the original Halloween, right? Mm. Yep. yep.
0: Is that um, why we're not talking about all the others? Because no one here has seen all of them. I've and
2: only seen the first one and this one. I haven't yeah, seen probably. a single I saw one.
1: saw, like, half of ones. H2O once, and I was like, what is this? And <laughs> turned of it off. Did you see
0: the better half or the talky half? I, there's a good half and a bad half.
1: I turned it on when it was on TV and shut it off about half an hour
0: later. <laughs> Yikes. I binge-watched all the films, I think, a year or two ago, and... Mm-hmm but I never got to the Rob Zombie films, so I technically haven't seen them all. Mm. Have you seen them all, Zach? Or
3: can you remember? No, I watched one and two back-to-back when I was really young, and surprisingly I liked them. And then I went to put in three, and I got like probably 10, 15 minutes into it and realized Michael Myers wasn't in this movie, so I <laughs> took it out. <laughs> and then I saw the first Rob Zombie movie. yeah, And then the new one.
0: Just skip four, Just skip five. Yeah, you I don't think my mom sex. had all of
3: them on VHS.
0: Six and Resurrection are the worst ones, but I kind of like Halloween Four actually. And Halloween Three is, you know, good on its own. It's not really a Halloween film though.
3: Mm-hmm. Is Is that the one where they introduce like Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter?
0: No, uh, Halloween Four is. Yeah, that's. What yeah, it. Halloween Three is a uh, happy, happy Halloween, yeah, Halloween, man. Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween, silver shamrock. And it's like, they're selling masks. And that, they sing that song. Well, actually, if you, we could pop in the Blu-ray right now, because that's all they play during the main menu. Really? Yeah, so, you know, I fell asleep uh, after it ended, and <laughs> that was just playing when I woke up, and it was just going over and over again. <laughs> Welcome to, like, a fever dream. <laughs> safe, well, because the menu is really colorful, too, so it is very psychological. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Psychedelic, I guess. We should just talk about the, the, the first one, though, and the newest one, because those, I mean, to me, it's, you don't need to see all the other ones. I'm telling you, this is the best sequel out of probably all of them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen any, but i pretty positive that <laughs> this is the yeah. best one.
0: <laughs> it's gotta be weird, like, just watching only this sequel, and then even trying to go back to the other ones, because you're like, wow, they did that, actually? Mm-hmm. Like, in 6, wow, they actually had Paul Rudd show up, and- He was the one who finishes off Michael Myers. Really? Okay, I I
1: heard about that, but I thought someone was joking. I was like, there's no way they did that.
0: You know, I'm not even sure because there's the theatrical cut and there's the producer's cut. And I mix up both of them, so I don't know which scenes happen in which one. Mm -hmm. They're both not very good, but there's one of them is the one where Paul Rudd finishes him off. But, I mean, hey, you know what, in Halloween Resurrection, you want to know who kills off Michael Myers? Busta Rhymes. He finishes (laughs) him off. As himself? Yeah. Well, pretty much. Like, he's pretty much playing himself. That movie's kind of like a found footage film, almost, because it's like, the whole thing is there's a house, it's a haunted house that's set up to have multiple Michael Myers in it, like, chasing Mm you, and... each room there's like cameras, so there's like a there's a reality show going on where you go into the haunted house get chased by Michael Myers,
2: but and then Michael Myers actually shows yeah, up. Yeah, then the real one shows <laughs> up. Well, because they, they
0: thought he was dead, but he mm-hmm. he really wasn't, because you know Jamie Lee Curtis killed the wrong person. Apparently, it's a whole thing. Mm. There's a reason this new film ignores every other film. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, original Halloween though. I mean, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about. One versus the other. I mean, what, what, what is your experience with the first Halloween? Exactly. First we're all Halloween.
2: looking at Zach. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, moi? <laughs> you can
0: start off. I mean, you said you were younger when you watched them.
3: Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just like an old scary movie. Like I watched the first couple of Friday Thirteenth movies. I watched, I think, up to four of the Nightmare on Elm Street, and then the first two, Halloween, just because my mom told me they're, like, good movies, like, from when she was a kid, and she liked to watch them, so I watched them with her, um, I don't know, I I was never a big scary movie fan, but I'd watch them with her, because I know she liked it.
0: (laughs) Me neither, not a big scary movie fan, but you said you watched the first one and the second one, like, did you watch them immediately after the other, because... They are very tied to one another. They all take yeah. place on the same night. Yeah. So it's like, kind of. It kind of works as one big movie technically. If you just want to find out what really happened to him after he disappeared, mm-hmm. I didn't see the first one probably until like two years ago when I bought the whole series and started watching them because I yeah I missed out on horror films as a teenager. Had to do a lot of catching up, but. I got the horror movie fan over here.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I first saw. Okay, so to set the scene, a lot of of the classic like horror movies that you think of, like um, Halloween, The First Friday the Thirteenth, and Pet Cemetery, I all saw within the same weekend when oh. I was staying at my friend's grandma's house in Cook, Minnesota.
2: Oh, scary! <laughs> it was terrifying.
1: That's the scariest
3: part. scary.
1: <laughs> <It's> so scary. <laughs> But I saw those three movies all in the same weekend. I also saw Fear.com, which is a lesser-known scary movie, but from what I remember, it's pretty good.
0: That sounds mm. awesome. Yes. awesome. It's sounds very late 90s. Yeah,
1: it's weird. But I saw all of those in the same weekend, and I was terrified. But that's pretty much... I didn't see any of the other Halloween movies. It took me a while to get around to the other Friday the 13th movies.
4: Hmm.
2: You haven't seen... You said you've seen part of H2O. Yeah, like a half
1: okay. an hour of <laughs> Yeah. And I was only, like, casual... I probably turned it on while I was doing homework, like, a few years ago. hmm And then I was like, this is stupid. I'm watching something else. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I've always been aware of Michael Myers. You know, I've always known that he's the guy with the white mask. Mm-hmm. Or I, I didn't know it was a mask for a long time. I thought it was just a painted face, you know? And, like, <laughs> I knew his thing was a knife, you know? like a just normal kitchen knife mm-hmm. um but i didn't have any interest to see it until i found out it was a john carpenter film and then i was like trying to track down every john carpenter movie which i'm doing really bad at um but that was like my main motivation to see it and then once i found out that this was like gonna be a thing and it was gonna be like a, it was gonna be a big deal it's gonna pass up all the other ones which i i knew i didn't see so i was like oh Nice, so I can just watch the first one, this one, and basically have enough of a knowledge about Halloween to fit in.
4: Yeah.
2: And so I yeah got it for $5 at FYE and watched it like a week ago, two weeks ago. And I liked it a lot. It wasn't, it, it definitely wasn't like scary for me, mm-hmm. obviously, now. And like a lot of old time, old timey horror films, like, aren't that scary until I watched, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre last week, and I'm like, whoa, some of these old movies can still be crazy scary. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: (laughs) Um, But uh, this one, yeah, I didn't really... I was very impressed with the movie, but it, um, yeah, I wasn't scared by it, but I probably would be in 1978.
3: Yeah, the, like, slow, silent-type, like, killers never really scared me very much, Mm -hmm. but it's it's like a thrilling good movie like what's he where is he who's he gonna kill next yeah like what's yeah. he gonna do
2: it felt like because i you know the thing i talked about the thing last week and that's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite horror movies it seemed like he learned a lot after doing halloween before he went into doing the thing because that one for me is terrifying Hmm. um as so i think that he used like halloween to get there
3: yeah anyway but i also thought for a while mike myers was like Michael Myers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> this is a Mike Myers mask. <laughs> yes. Like I mean, it kind of looks like his face.
1: Did you bit. know? Fun little tidbit about the mask. It's actually a cast of William Shatner's face. <laughs> is I it did know really? that. It is. Wow. Yeah.
0: A very Wild. crappy. Um. Same Toupee. Well, because the whole theory goes that there was a mask of like it wasn't even. They think it's not even from Star Trek, but it was mm-hmm. just a William Shatner mask from from like I don't know if they actually sold them but it is his face Mm -hmm. but there's some obscure movie that he's in that they say is where they got the cast of it I forgot what the name of the movie is but that's where they got it from everyone always thinks so it's a Star Trek mask that they painted over and that that Mm -hmm. part's not true but it is William Shatner's face which is hilarious (laughs) because now you gotta think that's really who the murderer is. It's William Shatner. It's William <laughs> Shatner. Shatner. Yeah. I really wish they'd just, like, throw William Shatner into one of yeah. these movies, but now now that this new one's a little more serious, again, I'm like, well, we can't do that now.
3: You thought this was more serious? Uh,
0: yeah, we'll get to that. I, I, <laughs> I think it was, but we'll, we'll, uh, yeah. we're we'll, going to get to that, because that's actually where it's interesting to compare the two. Start, okay. Well, Let's go the, back to the first. Well, yeah, with, with the first one, it's like, the movie relies for you know, being scary, way more on mood Mm -hmm. than anything else. Not really about shock value, Mm -hmm. or you know, you just mentioned Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is very much, the ending scene is just freaky, that Mm -hmm. whole like last 20 minutes is just Mm -hmm. pure terror. But in this movie, it's more just the idea of being in the suburbs, any kind of just normal autumn day, it looks very much like like, right now. Yeah. yeah, it looks... It's very... It's a very timeless you looking... like, around Halloween?
3: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is Halloween recording
0: <laughs> this, so... You walk outside... Well, you know, in Minnesota, when it doesn't snow, this is exactly what Halloween looks like. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> and, uh... You know, it's just... That part of it's terrifying. It's little, the whole mood of it, because it's like, oh, this is just normal, except, no, there's something off going on. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, it's just the way the film is shot, with a lot of the, uh... You know... It's a, lot, a lot of it's done handheld at times and a lot of it they'll be following the characters but every once in a while the camera will stop and they'll just focus on something and you're like, what's this all about? <laughs> yeah. So stuff like that's a lot more freaky and then you know, Mike Myers just keeps showing up everywhere mm-hmm. and which by the way, they recreate a lot of that in this new one yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis across the road at yeah. the school <laughs> Is exactly the same shot from the first movie, yeah. except with Michael Myers.
2: Yeah, that shot, like, impressed me a lot. And then the one where she falls off the roof, just like, oh, he falls off the, mm-hmm. falls out of the window, I think, in the first one. Mm. And he's gone, and then Jamie the Curse is gone. Yeah. Like, I, I knew that was gonna happen, but when it mm-hmm. did, I was like, ooh, okay, this movie just, like, bumped up half a star, <laughs> you know? And, but yeah, the first one, that's, like, my favorite part of that movie is the, you know, where he's, like, ominously standing you know, a block up behind, half behind a bush, you know, and then you look back like, and he's gone. Or... Just the suspense of him, like, what's he gonna yeah, do? To him driving around are. in the institution vehicle and, mm-hmm. you know, where, I don't know where he learned to drive, but it's still, like, I don't know, I love the mythology that they paint with it, like, mm-hmm. I love Dr. Loomis and how yeah. everything that he builds Michael up to be is, like, what sets Michael as, like, a scary character, I think, mm-hmm. and that's what because they tried to stick to that so much in this newer one. That's what made me on board and why I like the mythology of Michael Myers, I think.
4: Yeah.
0: It's just, like, terrifying, too, that... You know, because if you take Halloween 2 out of the picture, which you find out, oh, it's her brother this whole time, but if you just take the first one, it's like, yeah, he's chasing her down, kind of. He finds her pretty early in the film, but kind of follows her around, kills her friends off, and you don't, really, you don't really know why. A lot of people like to read into it the same way they've... You know, there's been people who've looked into Friday the 13th. In fact, they've criticized it mm-hmm. for the fact that, oh, it's all these um, teenagers having sex, and that's why they're murdered. And people will use the same argument for Halloween. No, It's, like, it's absolutely true in Friday the 13th. That's, like, the whole point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in Halloween they use that same argument, you know, people will criticize her for that, but I don't even think that's really what's going on, because, maybe at first they tried to throw you off thinking that, like, oh, he's only killing people who are having sex, he has this big thing, because sex is bad, and that's what his mind's all warped like that. But, you know, he goes after Lori Strode throughout the whole film, and so, like, she never does anything, and that's, the whole point of her character is that she's supposed to be the pure one, the one who mm-hmm. is, which, I don't know, that's like a character type of, I, I don't know if I agree with too much in that she survives at the end and oh the pure one who didn't have sex is the one who survives mm-hmm. but it's obvious that Michael Myers isn't just killing people who are having sex like there's more to it than that mm-hmm. which I think makes it terrifying you don't really know what his ideology is you really <laughs> like Dr. Loomis says he's just evil and that's it and mm-hmm. He's what saves the movie a lot. And not yeah. saves I mean it's a good movie, but he's what really amps it up is that mm-hmm. they get an actor like that. And he yeah. I always liked him in like the sequels. Even if the sequels were pretty bad, he comes back for five and six and uh four. He's in all of those. Mm-hmm. And even like the worst ones, he's still like the best part of them. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to see him. Yeah. I wish Donald Pleasance. I don't know why I was not thinking of his name until mm-hmm. now.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I, the, the intro, like, the beginning scenes, you know, are, like, they keep them similar a little bit, like, in Halloween, like, it's raining, and him and, like, the nurse are in the car, and they're talking about Michael Myers, so it's like, I guess after, like, you see him as a kid and kill his sister and all that, but, and they're just talking about him, like, like, when they, you know, they pull up in the car, and there's, like, all of the, the institutionalized clients or whatever they're, they're called, you know, like they're standing around in the rain, you know, and then like that for me, I was like, all right, I'm in this movie, like this mm-hmm. is like the scariest part, like they really set a good tone here, um, and obviously they do it with 2018, um, but yeah, I, I love the mythology of it. how he's, he does just kill random people, but he's, I think like, if you really do consider like this movie and then you know Halloween 2018 to be like a solid continuum then like the mythology makes the first one better because of the second one like how like he's pure evil but at the same time yeah it's not him versus good which is Lori, it's prey versus predator and that's why he's drawn to her it's, it's like she's the one person who's like the tables aren't like necessarily turning or they are like, you know, it's whatever she is as a as a being is rivaling his, you know, so not just good versus evil, but it's like prey versus predator.
4: So
3: she's like Mm -hmm. his white whale. (laughs) I guess.
0: (laughs) With this new film kinda, yeah. It's like Mm -hmm. all he wants to do is finish her off finally. And it's like why? I don't know. I just have to finish Mm her off. She knew what was up. She was getting ready. She's like, I know what he's going to do. Which, with the new one, I I like that way more about Laurie Strode than I do in H2O, which the H2O Laurie Strode, I have problems with even thinking that it's the same character. Because in that one, she's very much just growing up into uh, what you would expect Jamie Lee Curtis to be like, rather than Laurie Strode.
4: Mm -hmm. Blair! (laughs) (laughs) Blair!
0: I just watched Freaky Friday. Really? Oh, I look like the Craft Keeper! Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's, that's how she is in that movie, which also, she didn't want to do H2O. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm
2: surprised she wanted to do this one.
0: I, I think I had to do it money, money. I don't think she wanted to do h tool from what I remember reading. But a lot of times she'll do it because, well, I think she's paid well. I know she did a documentary for Halloween years later, but it was because they were giving a lot of money to her charity, so maybe that had something to do with that, too. But I just didn't like her character too much, because, yeah, it's like she's just married, she changed her name to Hyde, and she's just, like, living a normal life. It's, but it's like, yeah, but you were chased down all these years earlier. and There's mm-hmm. nothing, it doesn't really seem like it affected her much. It had, like, the late 90s sensibility to it of,
4: mm-hmm.
0: you know... it. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but their horror movies just had a very weird sense of comedy to them. Where, I don't know if I was... If the movies really took themselves that seriously. I don't know if it was because of Scream, because Scream was meant to be kind of a meta film. Mm-hmm. And then all the movies that Scream was based on, that, was, that Scream was kind of making fun of, then did their own reboots, like H2O came out after Scream, but it had a lot of the Scream sensibilities in it, mm-hmm. which I was like... I don't think it worked well for Halloween. Here's a movie now with the new one, where you know movies now are allowed when they do a reboot or a remake or they're making a sequel to the original film. They actually try to tie it to the style of the original. Mm-hmm. Like that's what Star Wars did. That's what uh, now Jurassic World. Uh, maybe kind of. I don't know. But you know, all these newer movies are trying to stick to the original's style. Yeah. People want Mad to see was like Yeah. Exactly. You know. I think that new, the new one already does that better, and they sp- specifically do Laurie Strode's character a lot mm-hmm. better, because this is way more believable as someone who was chased and attacked and mm-hmm. <laughs> was almost killed. What
2: you time talking about the sequel is believable? Mm-hmm. I, so we talked a little bit about it before, how she's like a Sarah Connor type in 2018. And the idea behind it makes sense, but... I didn't buy it like I didn't I didn't buy Jamie Lee Curtis like in her motivation I guess like the idea seems good Mm -hmm. but I don't know if it's just how she acted or the specific like lines that she was given that didn't make sense to me but yeah I don't I had a hard time buying it I had I felt like I'm like okay like I, I accepted that this is what the movie is you know. But, um, I think if I had creative control, I would have had her living more of a simple life. Maybe still, like, you know, the end of the movie, it's like a, oh, like they, they tricked the audience as well as Michael Myers, that the house is like a trap, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think they still, still could have had that part into it without having her, the entire movie being like a Sarah Connor type. Yeah. I I don't
3: know if that makes sense. I think they could have still had her be like more normal. Like have a family or whatever, but she could still be like a doomsday prepper. Like she has like yeah. a bunker. She has like all, all all these stockpiles. Well, not like a bunker, but like a, like what she had in the movie. Like she could still have all this, but she can like kind of be living a simpler life. I mean, life. maybe just yeah. not as much of like a hermit person. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, yeah. For me, I guess I I didn't like the whole bunker um, doomsday prepper. Thing. Oh, really? I didn't, yeah, I didn't like it. I, I think it's because, like, if she had tried to go back into modern society, accepted that he was, like, gone, but still was a little bit paranoid, like, I liked that she was still emotionally wrecked from it, you know, and that she went to go see him get transferred with the bus and, and all that. Like, I liked all that, and I didn't mind that she carried a gun, you know, or, like, had a knife with her. But when she's, like, in the house and she's, like, cleaning her guns and stuff, I just felt like I'm like this storyline's a little overkill, like I, I don't think that she would, not not just that I don't think that she would prep that much. For me, like I would be more into the movie if she had tried to move on a little bit better, you know. Like she had a, actually actual house in in the suburbs, mm-hmm. like yeah, she, maybe she's not married because she can't handle normal relationships, but she's trying to establish one with her daughter and her granddaughter makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, like, having a normal house that she still had rigged to trap Michael should the day come again, but not, like, with just guns laying out and, like... That, for me, it was, seemed a little out there. And especially all the mannequins laying around. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was way overkill. Like, a shooting range? I guess. But whole rooms full of mannequins.
1: That just seems, like, where you get thought them out. Off, but, like, yeah. why would you have a room full of mannequins? Especially
2: since, like three of the rooms were completely empty. Yeah. And then you get to the one room, like, oh, I hope he's not hiding in here, because I'd have a hard time finding him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he's in here.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I would have liked her to have, like, a simpler life, like, with her family maybe she could still have, be, like, struggling with her daughter. hmm And whatever. And she could, like, be secretly, like, planning for him to, like, get out. Mm-hmm. And, like, she'd be kind of paranoid and, like, really like a cautious grandma but like towards the third act she'd like break out the guns or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't know i i think it would have been better
1: yeah because i mean it had been 40 years i don't think somebody would still be so high strung after 40 years even if it was something super traumatic like
2: that Mm -hmm. i think yeah maybe if she was like she had like no real she she wasn't crazy prepped like she they showed her right away or being like a hermit, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe a hermit in town, but like living out there in like a compound, you know, mm-hmm. with all the gates, like rusted gates. I'm like, okay, so she well, what she did for work to forward all of this, mm-hmm. you know. But uh I think um How was my line of thought? I forgot. Something like you said before. Um I lost it. <laughs>
0: I think you're all wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that she was uh, still, I mean, after 40 years especially, I, I like that she's still to a, to a degree, I like that she's got post-traumatic stress from that because that mm. makes more sense to me than what they did in H2O. I guess it's just maybe also cool to just see two two different versions of it. I mean, this is a nice series. We're getting many Ooh. different versions of everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in some cases, I guess someone would just kind of Maybe hide away, but be fine, live a normal life. But this is a version of her where she didn't live a normal life. Now, I get some of your problems in that, yeah, like she's cleaning the guns and she's sitting there, like, still preparing, like, right that second. And you gotta tell, like, oh, has she been doing this, like, every single day for, like, 40 years? Mm-hmm. And that part of it, I'm like, okay, well, they did that for the filmmaking purpose of it, because they gotta show her on screen doing that. And then you gotta have Michael escape and be like, oh, she's actually right this time. The movie probably could have benefited, actually, from some flashbacks or even, like, showing her over the years of how she went. Because, you know, they say at some point she had two marriages that failed. Mm -hmm. She obviously had a kid, and that Mm -hmm. relationship didn't, you know, go so well. Which, I think that part of it was done fine. I thought the whole relationship with her daughter Mm -hmm. was done pretty good. But I think they could have added some maybe more stuff about, like, because a lot of it's just assumed. You're like, oh yeah, she's been like this for the last 40 years and she's had a, two marriages but it just didn't work out and she's been hiding out here. But it would have been nice to see some aftermath, like right after the whole killing spree happened, how she
4: mm-hmm.
0: was probably flooded with media attention and how maybe she tried to get her life to be normal but it just kept failing. And then all she cares about is like, you know, like she even stands outside of the, uh, the jail. Uh, not the jail, but I guess it was the...
1: Mental institution, institution.
0: yeah. Yeah. She's, like, standing out there when he's being moved. Well, I have some other times where she's just sitting out there, like, just pondering what to do. That would have been great for an opening sequence, even. You know, an opening Mm -hmm. title sequence. That's what they did in the original, uh, well, not original, but H2O. I was going to call it the original Halloween (laughs) tribute or whatever. Mm -hmm. But in H2O, they did that. The opening credits is Dr. Loomis, uh, his voice... Explaining Michael Myers while they show in a bunch of like news clippings of what's happened in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. That maybe would have been a little better if they would have done that, but instead they watched the fun, traditional Halloween intro, which was awesome, by the way, because it, you know,
4: mm-hmm.
0: instead of it was like a rotting pumpkin but coming back to life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a variation of what we've seen before. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I get that, but I, I liked her character, but I the problem. The little problem I had was just maybe it wasn't developed enough.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: which it was probably like that was probably too much for some of you. And I know I'd like to see what other people thought of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever really had a horror film where our main protagonist is someone who is suffering hardcore PTSD. I don't know if mm-hmm. that's really ever happened before. We've never really gotten a horror sequel like this either, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. many years later and they're doing it. They're doing this
2: version of it. Yeah, nothing many years. The closest thing would be Terminator One and Two, and that's
0: very. This is very similar to mm-hmm. Terminator very Two in similar. a way, yeah. where same character, like yeah, like she, development too. She's mm-hmm.
3: traumatized by a monster coming to kill her, and then she has to prepare herself and harden herself to. Beat this unstoppable yeah. force. Well, it's, it's, yeah. re-
2: reconcile her relationship with her
3: kid. Like, try, try to, like, yeah.
0: With Sarah Connor, it's like people, she's often one that people say is like a strong heroine they like to talk about in film and everything. But mm-hmm. I think people do forget, like, in the first film, she was just this random girl who was being chased, and, you know, she was just diner waitress. She did a lot of yelling and screaming, like, ah, and she was pretty mm-hmm. helpless throughout the film. She's very different in the second one. I think, I think people do know that, but people just love the second one so much. I think they forget what she's even like in the first one. Yeah. even the same character. <laughs>
2: yeah, I saw the second one first. So when I watched the first one, and I was oh, like, really? "What?" Yeah, it's like t- <laughs> she's way different. different, you know. But and and made it kind of, but even then, like after I watched the first one, because I I liked the second one so much. Watching the first one, I loved the first one, but it felt like the second one. They they even pushed Sarah Connor's character over the edge even more. And that's, I think, also why I have a hard time getting over this movie is because I I had already felt like they had pushed Sarah Connor's character. So, like, a a franchise I think of where there's a continuation of the same, you know, heroine would be Alien, you know, where they keep uh, Ripley's as, you know, or Sigourney Weaver as Ripley throughout them. And she doesn't really... She knows more and more with every movie, but she doesn't quite become... 100% 100 militaristic until she's already weird by, like, the fourth one, you know? And she's already, (laughs) you know, the clone stuff is going on, whatever. But, um, otherwise she's just, like, she's still Ripley, like, 100%. And granted, she's been, like, in comas and in (laughs) hypersleeps for a long time. So she hasn't had time to age with her PTSD. Um, but... I think, I think for this one, maybe, like, if, like, they had shown, like, she had started prepping maybe for the first 20 years, you know? And then after 20 years, she's like, there's no way he's getting out now. I'm going to drop all this loot behind. She moves into the suburbs. And maybe she still has that, like, like, a compound that she owns out in the woods, maybe, but she has moved it back to the suburbs to try and have a normal life. She's not still living out there. And maybe she still has, like, these emotional breakdowns. Where she's trying to have a good relationship with her daughter and granddaughter, but then when it comes back, she knows like, if I can just lure him back to my old, you know, trap house or whatever, that way you could keep the rest of the storyline the same while she looks like she's tried to move on in a healthy way and not just went straight Sarah Connor. Yeah. Maybe maybe I would have liked that part a little bit more. I still love the movie overall. I think the Michael Myers part was the best part of the movie it was you know i thought I that too like man they actually made him i felt the most connected in this movie to michael
0: myers than i did to any other character <laughs> it's funny well because yeah i related to him no
4: <laughs> no it's funny you attached said that. to him yeah <laughs> there was
0: i read i read a couple of reviews where they said the michael myers stuff is like following similar beats you know they think that the Laurie Strode stuff's more interesting, which I mean I did too, but I did actually like the Michael Myers stuff better, mm-hmm. even though it was kind of following the same beats. But it's in a way it really wasn't. What it was doing was bringing up a lot of the same story tropes that had been done in the first one, like the bus mm-hmm. crashing, and then you got to have the kids all getting killed off one by one. They're all centered around the one Strode girl who ends up getting away, and to me. It was that stuff that mostly did get in the way when they really did need to follow beat for beat what the mo- original movie was, including bringing back a different Dr. Loomis, which we'll get to that. But- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they did the whole beat for beat thing, which people were saying they didn't like My- Michael Myers' storyline then. But I'm like, that's not really his storyline, though. That's more just doing the same beats and having the. To- in these high school characters, which you didn't really need that, I would have yeah. liked, you know, you, that's probably where Laurie Strode could have had more development, and we wouldn't, you know, you yeah. guys probably wouldn't
3: have had much of a problem then. We didn't need, like, the side story of, like, the boyfriend kissing the girl yeah. at the dance. Like, we didn't need that whole which, scene. Someone Except else. for, like, the cell phone part. Like, the cell phone part was the reason why she didn't have her phone. Like, she, why Laurie couldn't get a hold of her, but... Was so stupid. That was the whole really point of that whole it. scene, though, was... To get rid of the phone. To get
0: rid of the phone. And did you also know that I didn't realize this till one of the reviewers said online, but they're like, also the boyfriend they do nothing with. He it's not like he gets killed. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, That's, he's just gone. That is kind of dumb. I hate I hate when that happens when someone who probably shouldn't get killed gets killed, which that happens a lot in this one. There is yeah. way more kills in this one than any of the other <laughs> yeah. ones. And which is great, but it is annoying that you know, we get stuff like the babysitter gets killed, that little boy gets killed. But yeah, yeah, (laughs) which is dark and I like that because We'll, I'll get to that too they still held back
2: a little bit it wasn't like gruesome and wait. bloody
0: but it was violent well that's yeah. why because like when he goes up to the baby the fact that he killed the kid yeah. earlier that's why we freak and out and when he gets like, to the baby oh my gosh is he or
2: isn't he because yeah. any other wait, time you're not talking about the black a kid are you I missed
0: a kid. no no not you know, the black lived. kid we're talking about the one in the truck kid in the truck, in the truck. Was that oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah kid in the truck gets okay. murdered yeah, I forgot about that kid I was like he never killed the kid. kid that kid was black. the black kid made it out I hope they make one another one in 20 years and Michael Myers is 80 but it's. The black kid taking him down. It's like, yeah. you killed the woman I love in <laughs> the Michael Jordan. The one you <laughs> Michael B. Jordan well.
4: Michael B. Yeah. Jordan could play him.
0: He becomes like a Age-wise, that would make I mean, no still sense. Just as witty. <laughs> yeah. Michael B. Jordan doesn't age, so I guess that would work well. <laughs> but like, they never kill the boyfriend <laughs> off. No. Michael Myers never kills the boyfriend, and that's kind of stupid because he did stuff like killed. He killed the babysitter, he killed the little boy, and they probably didn't deserve it at all. Mm-hmm. They didn't even do, like... <laughs> they didn't have sex in this movie. Like, let's do some... What do they call it? Um, dry... Uh, they used call oh. it dry sex. Oh, yeah. dry okay. sex. The gang. Oh, dry effed. You which, said you're still getting dry To me, it was a very... <laughs> like, that was a very, like, modern thing to say, mm-hmm. I thought. I'm like, yeah, yeah, there are kids like that, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I feel like sexual <laughs> promiscuity... Promiscuity. That. Yeah, that's the word. I can talk, but <laughs> I feel like that was more common back in the day than it is now. Like it still happens now, but it's I think it's done a lot more safely because people actually know about the side effects. You know, as far as STDs go. For me, it's more
2: like, do people actually have sex like while they're babysitting? Kids like that's true too. I'm yeah. <laughs> wondering like well that, that, that one kid was like anymore. well aware. <laughs> yeah, like it was like okay with it. Was like, to well, you especially like, call your like, friends over to have the kids' the browser history. I'm like this kid's like ten.
0: <laughs> Is that a thing right that, now? That like, happens. <laughs> that Blows my mind. <laughs> but, like my tenth
2: favorite kid. <laughs> that
3: was like my favorite line of hers.
2: But I did I, I thought it was just coincidental that her friends died. Like yeah, obviously like the the kid like. He was following her and so he ended up killing that kid. But I thought it was just like a coincidence that he came across like, her city. friend and yeah. the friend's boyfriend. and
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, because they just, it was written that way just so it'd be around the teenager mm-hmm. that we're supposed to follow. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that that stuff, people are tying that to saying that, oh, the Michael Myers stuff just followed the similar beats. But I'm like, his stuff really didn't, though, because. It was cool that, yeah, we had these podcasters, that's what they are, they're podcasters, by the way, <laughs> who are investigating him all these years yeah. later, and they're trying to, uh, f- you know, follow what happened. They even have the original mask, and uh, he gets set loose, and then he goes, He seems like he's more powerful than ever, which I like Michael Myers mm-hmm. like that, where he's back mm-hmm. to his murdering, and murdering mm-hmm. self, and... Not murdering people in funny ways, like actually like he steps on the guy's head. It's nuts. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it is awesome. But that stuff I I liked Michael Myers' stuff a lot because it just goes back to the basics of how he used to be, which mm-hmm. was he's just evil, he's just doing it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to do with the Thorn cult, it's not because it's his sister. He's just evil. End the story. He wants Lori Strode, she's the one that got away. It's time for payback. Yeah.
2: <laughs> How did you, what did you think about how they mentioned that like the rumor
0: that it was his sister I l- liked that just because there are going to be 50 uh, something movie fans who are going to be idiots going to this movie thinking without hearing for some reason that it's not a sequel mm-hmm. to Halloween Tour or all the other ones mm-hmm. so I like that they threw that in there to at least mm-hmm. as a quick explanation to be like Look, that doesn't count anymore.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. it, it did feel natural, like, if you didn't know. Like, I knew that's like, was one of the continuities, you know, is that it's his sister. And so then I threw it in, I'm like, okay, so that's just, like, paying a little bit of, like, exposition for that specific demographic who might think, like, oh, is this a sequel or not, you know?
0: I think most people know it's not a sequel, but like I said, it's probably older people who aren't looking yeah. up constant movie well, news who probably have no idea there
3: was i i didn't know for sure if it was or not gonna be like two wasn't mm-hmm. gonna be part of it or not so that kind of like proved it like um, oh, that's not part of it
2: <laughs> well yeah because i think you just told me that this picks up immediately after the end of that one or the first one yeah and so i i was expecting the movie to be like It picks up like him getting up off the ground and running when they're looking, you know, and then like him somehow getting captured and going back to the institution, which they didn't. The only thing they touched on was I can't remember the cop's name, but the guy who said he was a first responder. And then I'm like, oh, wait, was he actually in the first movie and I never noticed? But he's not.
0: He's not. That whole uh, scenario is just brought up because they need to explain how he did get back into the institution in the end. Because, you know, the great. Well, the great charm to the first one that all the sequels ruined was the fact that he disappeared at the end, and Mm -hmm. you just kind of never know what happened to him. Mm -hmm. Then they made the sequel just because they're like, fine, there's people who are asking, let's just make this just for those who want to know what happened after. But with this movie, there was a piece of me that was really hoping they'd open up at the original Mm -hmm. 1978 film and just have him go missing for 40 years. Because in a way that would actually kind of make more sense. Like, I, I I didn't have a problem with it, but you all did. I'm guessing more people did about Laurie Strode preparing so much. Mm-hmm. If he just went missing, it would make mm-hmm. more sense that she yeah. was preparing and was still scared after 40 years. Because, mm-hmm. like, dude, he could be showing up any oh, moment yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> could get
1: behind her character a lot more if it was like that. Because then I feel like,
3: He's somewhere out there. Yeah, he's there. Mm-hmm. He
1: could show up at any time. Like, he would be so high-stressed the whole time. Whereas, like, if you know he's locked in an institution and you can, like, go and check anytime mm-hmm. you want to, right. then I feel like you could have a little more ease of mind.
2: Well, here, let me let me pitch you a movie. So, <laughs> what if, instead of having to go back to an institution, they could keep something similar, like they'd have to cut out the podcasters and stuff, but if it, in a way, it did pick up immediately after the last one, like, he he gets away um, but like it's like he knows he's beat or something and he skips town in a way like he he starts like wandering or something and he gets picked up by police in another jurisdiction in a smaller town that has a really poor criminal justice system and they like lock him up where they don't have records so they can't identify him as the Michael Myers they just think he's a random wanderer or something you know
4: mm-hmm.
2: and they find blood on him they just lock him up and then he's like basically in a like, a low backwoods prison or something for, like, 40 years, and he just doesn't talk or something, but he's, like, out of the system where, like, the, the greater state of wherever this is in, they don't know where he is. They think he's, he actually did disappear, about how long he's been, in like, in this backwoods prison, mm-hmm. and then four years later, Halloween, he breaks out and goes back to the town or something like that. It'd be a little bit like, it could be a stretch, mm-hmm. but I think it could be enough to where, like, you'd give her a reason to be like, he's still out there, mm-hmm. but it shows you where he's been. Like, he's still human. Mm-hmm. He's not a supernatural, disappeared, you know, but, like, it shows, like, where, maybe where he's been or something.
1: Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I think it behind you know? that. Because, like, I feel like if he did just get away and wasn't captured again, he wouldn't just leave town. Like, he would go mm-hmm. back until somebody somehow stopped him. Oh, so, I like, didn't think of that. He part would yet. have to mm-hmm. be locked up somewhere, but for her to be that paranoid for that long, it would have to be somewhere that she didn't know about. So yeah. she just thinks that he was just gone. She
2: has to think that he's yeah that
1: he's still still out
0: there, out there somehow
1: and so... could still come back.
0: And that would have been better. You know? I didn't
3: mind her being like a doomsday prepper, like whatever. Like I'm glad she was prepared, <laughs> mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like I think it just would have been better if she was like I don't know, just more settled. Yeah. Like, she could still be paranoid. Yeah. Because 40
2: years is a long time. She's like in her 60s or 70s in this movie. And like her actual like character is. And that's such a long time to be. By then you'd be like, he's probably a decrepit old man. Like he got shot five times. That's got to wear on his health. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> Unless she's like that paranoid that, knowing he's pure evil, then she could be more worried. But like, and I, I don't want to keep comparing it to Sarah Connor. But if you look at Sarah Connor's motivation, like. The Terminator died, but now she's aware that time travel's real, and that Skynet can send any Terminator back at any moment Mm. to kill her son that will indefinitely be born. Yeah. Like, and she knows that Judgment Day is coming, too. Like, she has the most reason in the world to be crazy and to be Mm -hmm. over-preparing and stuff, you know? Yeah. I think that's why, like, like Laurie Strode, like, she doesn't have... To me, it doesn't seem, it just seems like she went too far, you know, mm. you know like it. And then, I don't know, maybe it's just because, like, it. I play more video games or whatever, but, like, the way that she's, like, talking about those guns and stuff and the <laughs> yeah. way about prepping, it, it wasn't believable either. That part, it, I That's I, more of, like, I a nitpick,
0: a probably. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I agree you with know. you. That
3: didn't seem very... I, yeah. Yeah. I think she could have, like, moved to the suburbs and, like, been, in, like, a secret badass. Like, in the end, we, like, figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. she's, like... Oh, she she, she, cool she, she prepped all of this, mm-hmm. but, like, she's putting on a fake face for, like, her family. Like, she could still have a broken relationship with her daughter, and, like, mm-hmm. maybe her granddaughter comes over, and she's, like, feels really connected with her, and, like, she, she, like, makes sure, like, she's okay, and, like, gives her advice, like, mm-hmm. being kind of vague, but, like, like protecting her in a way, and then, like, third act, she, like, breaks loose.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Would you, uh, when they... Because I knew the movie got super good reviews. So I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, this must be a good movie. That first five minutes threw me off big time. Because, man, did it seem like it was going to suck at the beginning scene. (laughs) Did you think that at all? Like, when they just show up to that mental institution, it's all set up really weird. Yeah, and they're like on a
3: checkerboard with, like, chains.
1: Yeah, and (laughs) I hated how, like, the weather changed because they pulled out the mask. Like It was just too much. He's, like, yelling
0: at him, but... it's cool all this is done for you know theatrical purposes which Mm -hmm. is fine but it doesn't really fit in tone for one the original film Mm -hmm. and not really the rest of this film because I thought Mm -hmm. that's what the tone they were going Mm -hmm. for and I'm like oh this is just wrong this is wrong and then mm -hmm. showing all those like laughing crazy faces and I'm like this is not this kind of movie is it Mm -hmm. and then they started you know the opening sequence which was like okay this is a little calming because now we're back to the original orange Mm -hmm. text this is awesome and then the rest of the movie wasn't like that. And I was like, well, what was the hell about that?
2: Yeah, really? The beginning felt like a M. Night Shyamalan type of movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Which I would have been ready for and, like, okay with it, I'll be real. M. Night Shyamalan. But Halloween. you're right, like, I, I, I was like, what time period is this in? Because they showed the computers, and those are clearly, like, computers out of the early 90s, <laughs> late 80s looking. Oh, I can believe that. The keyboards, like, the screens were, the, like, still, the, like... The record player? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm mm-hmm. like, what... Like, Eric, so I, that's why I thought, like, is this why he's still, like, is this before he broke out in the first Halloween that this is beginning? Mm. There's no way this is that outdated. And then, as soon as I started noticing, I'm like, no, this is clearly, like, a modern day. Yeah. So then I was, like, all, you know, really
3: confused. It's just, like, an outdated facility. Yeah, right I can I can start. believe it's that like, like, it's, like, an outdated facility, because a lot of those places are, like, privately owned, so I they just can't, like, afford all that, usually. I not believe the church. not board. usually,
0: but... <laughs> Sometimes. Do they play, like, like, life-size version of chess every weekend? Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. It was a quick, that thing of
3: player. I wanted him to cross that line, though.
1: <laughs> I mean, technically he did when he was holding the mask, because his feet, his toes were, like, touching the edge of the yeah. line, and he reached forward. Mm-hmm. So he was across the line, and nothing happened.
3: How'd you guys think about him getting the mask, like, at the truck stop? I thought all of that
0: actually was set up really believably Mm -hmm. because yeah of course he's got really he's got to go get he always has to kill a mechanic to get his clothes he's He's always (laughs) got to get the same mask but they actually did set it up in a very kind of seamless way Mm -hmm. as much as they could to get him in his classic costume because yeah these podcasters get the mask from you find out basically like they got it from the government they got from the he said Mm -hmm. the attorney general he got it from him which To me, it makes sense, because, yeah, as that kid later said in the movie, like, why do they care about somebody who murdered five people... 40 years ago mm-hmm. which is a good point I'm like yeah. nowadays, nowadays people wouldn't care about that that was a good exposition mm-hmm. I think so and that made more sense to me then because at first I was like how did you get that mask from the attorney general but then when I thought about it I'm like well one if we're talking about the Trump administration <laughs> I guess they wouldn't care they're very whatever <laughs> you can check it out for the weekend we'll sign this list <laughs> but in but yeah like that came out a point like after 40 years they probably wouldn't care they probably would give it to these podcasters which I'm guessing they have a bigger podcast that looks mm-hmm. into mysteries mm-hmm. like this yeah Yeah, and they didn't need to explain all that. I'm like, no, I got it. They didn't. I'm glad they didn't explain who Mm -hmm. exactly they were, because no, I got it. I know what's going on. And they have the mask. They have it at the truck stop. It just kind of all to me. It seamlessly made sense, even though it's like they're doing all this literally just again in the classic costume. (laughs) Yeah, because he has to wear the same mask and he has to wear the blue overalls. He has to.
3: Okay, (laughs) Mm -hmm. don't like. People usually have, like, their name sewn onto their thing. It'd been great if you just ripped it yeah. off. Like, if it said, like, Jim or something. <laughs> or it just already says Michael.
0: Yeah. How <laughs> fitting. Yeah. Dude, oh, no, there's
3: two people working at the, the truck
0: stop. He sees the one that says Jim, and he, then he sees one that says Michael. He's like, hey. Yeah, <laughs> or it's it like Miguel or something. He's yeah. like,
2: right, Michael, and he's like... Close. Close. You know, yeah. Just like
3: rips the G part yeah. out and he's like works.
4: He's like
2: looking <laughs> in a phone book for Michaels that work at truck
3: stops. <laughs> I, I also thought that like the guy podcaster survi- like, might have survived. I thought was, like because like he just he he got one. like knocked up against a wall, like, he could have survived that.
2: I was expecting their murders to be way more gruesome. Yeah. I thought they were like they built it up to be like over the top crazy because they showed the guy in the store. Mm -hmm. And his jaw was busted. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the movie we're watching. I got so excited. And then most of the murders after that were not nearly... Other than the one guy's face getting (laughs) stomped in. And then the one kid getting... In the fence. the fence. Yeah. Um, I thought a lot of the kills were awesome. They were awesome. I just thought, like, those podcasters would get it way worse Mm -hmm. than anyone else because they were provoking. Mm -hmm. I thought, like, yeah, because he got slammed against the thing but still looked like He might be alive. And then her, he just choked her to death and then left her. I and thought he
1: was gonna like drown her in the toilet. Or yeah, like, because she made such a big deal out of it. Yeah. Like, oh, that's gross.
2: Like I thought, like he would just like <laughs> like smash like her head into st- the seat of the toilet mm-hmm. or something. Oh, you know? girls
3: like brings their hem- her I, to like the dirty one too.
0: And oh. I watched.
1: That's what like, I thought was gonna happen. I watched a
3: review after seeing the movie, and they said that you've seen H two O. Like they mm-hmm. said that stall scene was basically yeah. Like I a, saw a, that. A
0: well, there's a there's a lot of scenes in the movie. That reference other movies. Mm-hmm. It's it's very slight references, but there is stuff like that. Like, there is a bathroom scene in H2O. I think in like five or six, there's really doofy cops who have this, like, weird mm-hmm. conversation, which in this movie, there's two cops. That, that was have a weird so dumb. Which, and then I, I was going to get to that. I don't know when we're going to get to that part, but. Um, modern day sensibilities. I was talking about how H2O was made in the time of late 90s after Mm -hmm. Scream horror movie sensibilities. This one is very much modern day horror sensibilities. And horror movies are good nowadays. They really are. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Horror movies usually get better when Presidency is not doing too well. If you want to know through how history, really, true—that's actually true, kind of. There, there is a. <laughs> wow. there I don't know how true it Yikes. really is, but that's <laughs> apparently how it goes. There'd be way too many opinions on that, but the point is, <laughs> this mo- horror movies are really good right now. But there is like a style of humor that modern horror movies do that yeah. I, I like the style yeah. of humor that mm-hmm. they do now. But it was definitely in this movie. Just really quick side conversations like that—that that felt very improv and then like, we had the little black kid yeah, which that, he yeah. was awesome I love oh, I love <laughs> so much. but it's like when you watch those scenes if you were to just post that clip online you'd be like you'd either think it's from a modern horror film or it's just from from some weird like teen comedy that's yeah. out right now mm-hmm. it could be either or mm-hmm. but it, 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 now all that stuff worked pretty well it, and especially since she's getting like stabbed horrifically and his whole reaction is just to run out, even though he was just saying earlier how much he cared about her, and he's like, oh, "I gotta go. You go up there. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> die, Dave."
3: <laughs> yeah, that the best. Send Dave. <laughs> <Don't laughs> he first know. tells him, <laughs> yeah. "Don't go up there.
4: Send Dave."
0: <laughs> I kind of wonder what other people will think of that humor, but for me, it worked. It that. works better than what H2O I did. I
3: liked that, like, whole thing with the kid, but I didn't really care for like the weird. Food conversation with the cops. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got oh, this fancy. I got this fancy sandwich from this restaurant, <laughs> it's and it's like a, a PB like and J. I your custom made peanut butter and then the, and jelly. And then the Vietnamese. The bread. other guy's like, I got a brownie and some pudding. <laughs> Going back to well, real
0: quick, that one kid, which we didn't even see his death, but he was just hanging on the wall. Yeah. Which you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of a tribute to the first, the first one. one yeah. But. There's that tattoo that he has that yeah. says 103118. Which, oh, by the way, this movie takes place in the future, so this might. I very didn't even well see his tattoo. But yeah, he has a tattoo yeah, because.
1: I
2: saw he's referenced it, but I didn't see the tattoo. I saw
0: mm. it when he was hanging there.
1: Yeah, it's I kind of zoomed in
4: on
0: it. I It was so stupid that they did that, because, like, for a well, while, I'm like, well, I guess, I guess people, maybe modern people would do that. Eh, you get a new tattoo every week, Hunter. maybe, maybe would you do something like that though I like, got three last of? week. But <laughs> yeah, three tattoos last week. But would you put like the day of before something even happens like the day of and be like I know tonight's going to be special. Uh, no. Cuz as soon as he got killed and then they did that sweeping shot and they zoomed in on that I'm like well that's why they did it cuz that shot was so oh, cool. I miss that?
2: I remember them like panning over him hanging on the
0: wall was that when they showed yeah. And me? then they oh, showed the oh, tattoo. Okay. It's a cool shot and I'm like that's why they did it. That's
1: the only reason get dumb date tattoos, yeah. so... But
3: it was weird, because that was the reason why he was getting dry-effed. Because he showed her that tattoo, and yeah, she's like, you're tattoo. so getting dry-effed tonight, yeah. or whatever.
0: Maybe yeah. they were just waiting to get to a different location. Well, no, they had to stay there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He was just a doofy kid. He was the kid from Blockers, so I don't know. <laughs> he kind of acted exactly the same, too, so I'm just going to put in the same continuity. <laughs> <laughs> Blockers. Blockers is in the Halloween continuity now. Um... <laughs> Okay, we haven't talked about this yet, though, but new Dr. Lewis. Now, I'm I'm gonna go on a defense right away, because (laughs) at the moment, the thing that was really freaking me out is, oh my god, they just killed Michael Myers. Like, they actually finished him off. And then this guy kills um, the cop, and then I'm thinking, no, they're not gonna make him just the murderer now. (laughs) And then... takes the mask and puts it on and I'm like, they're not, they're not doing this please do not do it, which all that by the way is kind of a reference to what I think they wanted to do in a sequel to the sixth film I think they wanted to do that because in the producer's cut of the sixth film, Dr. Loomis gets the thorn cult symbol on his hand and he starts screaming and that basically means like I think the Michael Myers curse or whatever gets passed on to him and this sequel was never made and then that one wasn't even the cut they went with they cut it all up and they cut that scene out but the point is i think that was referencing what they wanted to do at one point and then i also read online that they did do a lot of reshoots for the ending mm. of the movie so maybe they were gonna have him be the villain for a second because that freaked me out for yeah. a second i thought oh my god the new Doctor Loomis is gonna be Michael Myers for the rest of the film. It, are you kidding me? It did scare
3: me a lot at that moment, but <laughs> I was like, they have to have the Laurie versus Michael scene.
4: Like mm. they can't they, do they, a movie I, without it. I
3: was like, but are they really doing this? But then they they got rid of it pretty quick. I mm-hmm. thought I thought maybe like he put him in the car with them. Like he'd still bring him to the house and like he'd try to like kill her. Yeah. And then Michael would come and like kill him and then try to kill her. I don't... I, I, it's so weird. And he had, like, the pen knife thing? That, that he killed the cop with. Was it just a knife? It, well, I it's guess... like I'm a
2: concerned. weird scalpel or something. Yeah. But.
3: In
0: hindsight, though, after seeing all that and actually letting it sit with me for a couple days, I think I actually kind of liked it. Because he... I was like, well, it's not that this doctor, who seemed pretty normal up until now, decided to kill this cop. But... He really did kill the cop when after telling him like 30 times not to shoot Michael again because he wants to keep Michael alive because you know he's a crazy doctor who wants to see Michael at full strength Mm -hmm. and he uh you know he kills the cop because the cop is gonna shoot Michael and he he did it as a last second thing. I don't think he has ever killed anyone before. I think that was a first-time thing, but he's like, I need to keep Michael alive.
3: Yeah, because he's like, so that's what it feels like after he killed him. (laughs) So that was his first kill. And there's a part
0: of me, though, that at first really hated when that guy showed up. I hated that there was a guy who's exactly like Dr. Loomis, because one, I think that's really um, disrespectful to Donald Pleasant's Mm -hmm. memory. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's dead, so we're going to just get this replacement guy. But in the end, I'm like, maybe it kind of works, because this guy who's similar to Dr. Loomis, is also the opposite of Dr. Loomis because he would have never done any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe it kind of works in that sense, in that Dr. Loomis totally could have went this route, even if he would have stayed alive a little longer. Maybe he would have gone this route eventually and been like, I want to see Michael at full strength. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need to keep him alive and discover the true. We need to have him talk with Laurie, which... So that part of it kind of worked for me. Especially since, at least, they did not do the thing with the whole... Putting on the mask was stupid. Yeah, that's the part that my mind always goes
3: to, is him, like, popping up, and they're like, whoa! (laughs) But I'm so glad
0: they didn't do that. And then Michael kills him, because, you know, he took his mask. He's like, give me my mask back. Yeah. Which, he doesn't kill, you know, the granddaughter when he's right there in the back of the car, but I think Mm -hmm. that's because Michael's always set on one goal, which is... (laughs) Get off the bus so he you know, he causes the bus to get into an accident. I I assume it was Michael Myers who did it. Then he's like, Okay, have to kill the little boy for the truck. Oh hey okay, have to kill these guys for the mask, have to kill this guy for the jacket, but he doesn't kill everybody. Mm -hmm. He literally only kills people to get certain things. He killed the like
3: gas station attendant though. Like he didn't To get a key into the bathroom. Uh, Maybe. maybe.
0: I'm not sure exactly, but
1: Or maybe the gas station attendant saw him.
0: Yeah. You just
1: like
0: Back to cool kills. How about the cops with the flashlight in the guy's head? Yeah, wasn't that amazing? Exactly. <laughs> like the Jack Lantern looking thing. That thing was awesome. Cause I was like,
2: oh my gosh, when do you have time to do that? <laughs> when do you have time to I just, flesh a guy's I skull you, out of his skin? We could have seen him
3: like, <laughs> like, trying to figure out yeah. how to like <laughs> balance know, like, it. <laughs> Like, he pulls the skull out of the, the sleeve. I, I right? can see him just fondling with, like, the flashlight, and he's like, oh, crap. And he, like, drops it, and he's, like, trying to, like, sit it upright. Yeah. I don't know. So you all, you
0: all weren't fans with new Dr. Loomis son, I'm guessing. I liked
3: him. Uh, it was My mind always just goes back to that one scene where he pops up in front of the truck with the mask on. Which it was, like, a cool-looking scene, but I hated the idea of it, I think. I I liked him being crazy. The idea that I they the, hit I him...
1: Like, I liked his character, yeah. but I didn't... I
3: liked his death. Yeah, and his that death was
1: worth cool. I, I think if, they,
0: if he hadn't put on the mask, it would be ten yeah. times better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it's and then just him putting
3: on putting the mask. Putting on the
0: mask. I, don't, I almost wonder if they did that just to piss the audience off for a second. Like, but oh. why do that? Yeah, like, it's
3: a, it's another level of scary. Like, I'm scared you're gonna ruin the movie.
0: They just killed <laughs> off Michael Myers and they're gonna ruin this movie.
3: No, I liked him as, like, a crazy doctor who wants to help Michael, but, like, yeah, I was scared that he he was going to take over, quote-unquote. <laughs>
0: well, I liked that he... Because, you know, I hated it at first that he was Dr. Loomis, basically. But then I liked, oh, he's just like, what could have happened to Dr. Loomis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, also a part of me is like, but why did you have to have this guy look exactly like him and sound like him? You really didn't need to do that. Mm-hmm. I was almost thinking during it, like, okay, recent movie I saw where there was a man who was a doctor, I guess, or a scientist of some sort. Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> who nice. really Dr. was um, knew it. Who was trying to seem like a good guy, but then in the end you found out he was kind of evil, but he still kept his composure. I was thinking of the Predator.
4: I was <laughs> thinking of that guy yeah. from
0: the Predator, and I was like, he doesn't look like Dr. Loomis, obviously. No, he's like, <laughs> this, he's like this 30-year-old black guy. I'm like, but you oh, could have had would. him in the movie. Like, yeah, you could have had that guy in the movie and just have him be the doctor, because you don't need someone who looks like Dr. Loomis, even. It like, I, I, sounds I, like him. Yeah,
3: I mean, like, uh, old white guy, and you're going to compare him to Dr. Loomis, but I thought he looked a lot like Albert Einstein. Yeah, I guess that, too. Yeah. <laughs> he said, like, that he had studied under yeah. Dr. Loomis all those years. Dr. Loomis
0: specifically picks people who sound like him and kind of almost look like him. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, you could have really thrown anyone into that role, mm-hmm. someone better. And I, I did think of that guy, because I was thinking of The Predator at the time. Mm-hmm. This movie is a is a sequel to a film that came out many years before, and The Predator only came out a month ago, so I was just thinking about mm-hmm.
2: it. But... I was thinking of the newest, the newest Jurassic World, the oh. guy, the like business mogul who's like doing all the...
0: Oh yeah, that guy too. That's
2: the guy I thought of immediately when I saw this guy. Not because it looks like, but I'm like, all right, he's like, in the business, but he's gonna turn out to suck, you know? Yeah. But,
0: or have Krennic from Rogue One, yeah, aka Nolan Sorrento from mm-hmm. Ready Player One, that guy who's mm-hmm. just playing the villain and everything now. Yeah. Um, and he plays can,
2: a as a side note, but he plays a really interesting character in A Place Beyond the Pines.
0: Does he? Mm-hmm. I was trying to think the other day of a movie where he's not the villain, because I've only seen him in. Ready Player One, Rogue One, and The Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. and he's a villain in all of them. Yeah. And he's also in this Robin Hood movie, and I think oh, he's yeah. playing the villain.
3: That's what I was thinking of. He
2: plays like a, a chaotic, neutral guy, I guess, in a... Um... Ah, oh, what's the Brad Pitt um, Mafia movie?
0: Brad Pitt Mafia film.
2: It's not really Mafia, it's more of like a mob... That's still mafia. Um, <laughs> it's the cover. It's, it's got aviator glasses with American flag painted over them. Killing him. them softly. Killing them softly. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, he's that. in that one. He plays like a druggy guy who's he's like a. You feel bad for him. Basically, the whole movie. What'd
0: but th- anyway, <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you what'd you think? As we got towards the end of the film. And, you know, he was making his way to the house. Which, by the way, before that, you know, that one guy who was like, I'm a good guy. And he was just trying to kiss her right away. I thought all that stuff was great. Because I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah there are totally, like, uh-huh. douchebags like that out there mm-hmm. and everything. He's like, come on, I'm a good guy. And he gets what's coming
4: for him. <laughs> <It's>
0: like, <laughs> don't worry, I'm leaving your yard. Yeah. <laughs> he thought it was the guy who owns the place. And he's like, yeah. what are you doing over there now? <laughs> yeah, he's like, can you do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the ending of the film where I guess it all ends up at Lori Strode's place. and uh, They kill off the dad, which I didn't think they were going to do that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: But I guess it makes sense that they did. But now that I think about it, he was in the house when the place burned down. Because he was the body in the closet, wasn't he? Yeah. I think so. So he burned up with them. He
3: was outside in one of the shots, though. After, yeah, that uh, was when they were going. Michael must have brought him in there. It was when they yeah, went up to the cop car and he had the flashlight in his. Mom. Yeah, Judy Greer got. But over they showed it. A, like, yeah, they showed him like yeah. lying on the ground. I didn't like either of the parents. Like the dad was okay, but I didn't like. He wasn't a full-fledged character enough to like connect with him at all. I Neither the parents, but, he was but the kind of
1: like the doofus that was yeah. just gonna do something dumb and then die later on.
3: And the mom, I, I could not, I couldn't stand her. I don't
0: like. I love it. I like the actress. <laughs> Some of the. Some of, the, she did fine sometimes, but there was other times where she was like, kind of dropping exposition, and it just sounded very like, mm-hmm. reading from a book, like, mm-hmm. just boring, which I thought was weird because I didn't think, I don't know, it just didn't seem like good acting, I guess, but, it did annoy me that we didn't get too much about those two specifically especially since then you kill him later and then she's supposed to get the final blow on Michael mm-hmm. and then doesn't bring up her husband again when they're driving away which I'm glad they ended the movie there because I'm like yeah what else are you going to do with that I feel like you're not going to at all be able to salvage her emotions that would take place after losing a husband because yeah. you really haven't done much about it yet so it's a good thing you just ended the movie because
3: mm-hmm.
0: don't even try at this point point.
3: But and she wore a
0: Christmas sweater the whole time did she? I didn't realize that. I thought <laughs> she was going to die. I was hoping she'd die. I uh, I Let's was say. kind of expecting, just because of the beginning of the film and they reiterated a number of times, mm-hmm. that they just want Laurie to talk to Michael. Yeah. So in a way, I kind of was actually expecting that to happen soon. I was like, are they actually going to do that? Especially when they trapped him in that basement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was the point where I, I was actually fine with wherever it went I was fine with, which, you know... Mm-hmm. That normally doesn't happen to me, where I'm like, I'm fine with whatever you do, but like right there and then, I was like, man, if you just start talking to him right now and asking him why, and he actually talks back, I'd be fine with that. But I'm sure it is more satisfying for people for him to just burn the place up, and that mm-hmm. also works really people well, People don't
3: too. want him to talk. True. And well, that's the thing, though, because... He's I, like the Boba Fett. I,
0: I think yeah. I'm like unique in that way that I'm fine with it, but I'm sure most people don't want him to. So it probably threw people off that the whole time they were building it up, and maybe people were getting worried that, oh my god, they're gonna have him talk, but then they don't do it, and then I'm sure that got, like, rounds of applause when they, like, burn the place up. Yeah. Which, yeah, she just burns her house down.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But, you know,
3: it's did, a trap. Did you stay for the whole credits? hmm So you heard the breathing? Yeah. It wasn't an
0: after-credits scene. I, I read online, there's something, though, and I'm like, uh... It's just him breathing, so I'm like, oh, so is
3: he still alive
0: then? I don't think they'll do a... If they do a sequel, it'll be something crappy,
3: it'll be, low budget. I it'll don't think with there'll like, be a sequel to this, though. I bet it'd be... If they did, it'd be like, Laurie died, and then, like, he's coming back, so <sighs> no,
1: it's like the no, daughter. No, I
0: would not no, no, just I done have. It's Oh no, well, I hope if no, it I hope people, it is. But... His
1: mask will be burnt on, like the guy's mask from Murder Murder Party. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that
3: yes. would that'd so be cool. That'd be no, they just they just bring back William, or they bring William Shatner in. <laughs> it just melts <laughs> no, He thing. is now. Yeah, <laughs> it's just William Shatner.
0: No, well, we we said it right before the movie ended, though. But we said he should die and go to hell, and then he should start fighting Freddy and Jason. Like mm-hmm. That should be the end. My and then eventually and eventually, all Jackson. the slashers will well, be bring back the all these Hellraiser <laughs> will raise them from hell back
2: to... Bring all these slasher movies they back. They find an
0: economicon. Keep, keep like having one movie that just reboots the series as also a sequel to the original films mm-hmm. to end the series, but kill each slasher person off until you have them all killed off as mm-hmm. many as you want in slasher one big movie. Verse. Have the slasher version of the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. That's yes. what you have to do. Well, because, like, Blumhouse. The Slashers would just be the name of The, <laughs> the Slashers. Chucky, <laughs> chucky and Screaming. The cool idea with this movie <laughs> you chucky. is the fact that it was written by two people who, I mean, who have bigger. Um, they're bigger in Hollywood, like Danny McBride and David oh, yeah. Gordon Green. I forgot he was behind
3: that.
0: Two people who love Halloween who wrote a movie. Where they wanted their version of Halloween. They wanted to fix the franchise, basically. I'm like, we need more of that. And Blumhouse, who produced this film, you know, they worked in cooperation with the people who still have the rights to the film. that'd be Universal and Miramax. By the way, when was the last time you saw Miramax at the beginning yeah, of a film? That, that was, was weird, weird. right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, because I was like, that's right, because they own part of the rights to Halloween still. But it was basically Blumhouse who was in charge of this. And I'm like, they have no business even trying to make a Halloween sequel. Why don't they just keep trying to get the rights to all these other slasher films that have been kind of crappy in the last couple of years and just fix them? Texas Chainsaw Massacre still gets sequels every once in a while yeah. in the last couple of years, and they've all sucked. I'm like, fix it. You can fix it just like you did with this. You can fix that. You can fix... I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street doesn't really need to get fixed. That's no. kind of fine, but they, you, you could bring it back.
3: They that, and it wasn't good. <laughs> but you
0: could bring back Robert Englund. You could bring him back. Is and he still alive? He's still alive. Apparently, he just retired, he said, but give him enough money. I'm sure he'd come back. Oh, yeah. Redo that. They still do crappy Chucky films all the time, but I mean, not that the first film was that great anyway, but, you know, make one with Brad Dereff back. Did I don't you know. hear
3: about the new Chucky film?
0: What was it, Cult of Chucky, or was the other? No, uh, they're making one was... a new
3: one, oh. and it's going to be... From what I hear, it's gonna be like an animatronic doll. Hmm. That'd be cooler. I I, I'd rather have the possessed doll.
0: (laughs) Oh no, I meant like are they animatronic? No, like it's gonna be like it's gonna be like
1: like Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, I'm not a fan
0: of that. Mm -hmm. But you also Friday the Thirteenth is the biggest one to me that easily could be fixed right now. And they keep missing the opportunity, especially since it would be if you include Freddy vs. Jason and the remake. Mm-hmm. This would be the thirteenth Friday the Thirteenth film. What was <laughs> perfect time to do when it? When
3: was that remake? 2011? Mm-hmm. nine two thousand
0: nine. And now it's the last one. And for every that was once the,
2: the Michael Bay one,
0: yeah, done by whatever his company is, and uh, every once in a while they'll announce that they're doing the new sequel or remake or whatever they have planned, but it always gets canceled or pushed aside. Apparently when Interstellar was made, in order for Paramount to get some of the rights to Interstellar being released from Warner Brothers so they could Mm -hmm. co-release it, Warner Brothers gave up their rights to the Friday the 13th franchise back to Paramount. Apparently that was like their deal because they wanted to make a new film, but it hasn't happened yet. Mm. Apparently also the reason they didn't go ahead with remaking it or doing a sequel or whatever they were planning was because their sequel to the ring didn't do well that movie rings didn't do well so then mm. they canceled friday the 13th and i'm like w- where's the connection there yeah, <laughs> like yeah. really but it's I'm the saying, exact same storyline as Rings. <laughs> <laughs> but i think blumhouse should just get the rights to do all these slasher yeah. remakes and just mm-hmm. do it just like how you did halloween don't do because the same audience who came up for halloween will come out for all these other Mm -hmm. revamped slasher films especially
1: because blumhouse has actually been doing really well with horror movies for a while now and i've been amazed because they are the same company that did unfriended which
3: they came out with a new one
1: Horrible, i know (laughs) unfriended dark web but
3: it's an interesting concept
1: their last few have been really good
0: so they've come out with some of the better horror films in the last couple years creep Hello?
3: Yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah. Definitely made a name for themselves yeah. in the horror mm-hmm. industry.
1: And I mean, they still do have flops, but yeah. for the most part, they've been getting really good. So I'd be totally okay if they were to like redo the slasher, mm-hmm. slasher-verse.
0: Plus, they can do them for cheap, and they should be done for cheap, because the originals were done cheap. Mm-hmm. This movie was made for $10 million. Mm-hmm. Like, that is insane nowadays for a movie that's like it got a wide release like this Mm -hmm. it already it made its budget back in one night (laughs) like Mm -hmm. that's insane and i don't know i would love i just would love to see a new friday the 13th honestly Mm because the funny thing with that franchise is anybody could take friday the 13th right now and make the best film out of the entire series because none of them are even that great the first Mm -hmm. one is the best one
3: that's could, not even him
0: though. Yeah, you could easily talk. Early. That's actually yeah. the best part of Friday the 13th, the first one, is the fact that he doesn't show up, so it kind of surprises people. Mm. Plus, it has one of the best like ending scares ever, I think, still to this day, but mm-hmm. when he hops out of the water. Cause it just comes out of nowhere and nothing else is like that in the movie. Like, oh, suddenly it's a zombie kid coming out of the water and it freaks you out. I love Friday the 13th.
2: <laughs> I'd like to see, like, I'd like to see well, because Chucky, they've never done a remake. They've only ever done sequels. Like it's everything's within the continue, the continuity. And like, I, I'd be it'd be sweet to see a completely fresh Chucky.
3: And that's what they're doing. Yeah. With this new one. Is it? Yeah, but it's it doesn't seem right. Because okay. it's like an what animatronic trying doll, to do not something a curse Different though. for some reason
0: too. Like, there's doing stuff that's different, and then there's trying to be so different that. To avoid being like the original, that you make it suck. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
0: I'd like them to do Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like more like actual sequels mm-hmm. than uh, you know, because the, they made the third and fourth one, rich and the second one was weird too. Mm-hmm. But the remake, and then they had the the pre the prequel to the remake, and then they did Texas Chainsaw Three D, which I guess is a sequel to the original film, but is not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then they made Leatherface out in, I don't know, there's just a bunch of Mm -hmm. those, too. But that series is just as big of a mess as Halloween is. Yeah. What about, like,
2: Children of the Corn, like a fresh... Yeah, because that has like how many sequels, too?
0: It's
2: got a lot. Hell hell too. too. It's got a lot of sequels and prequels to it. Nightmare on Elm Street, like, I haven't seen any of those.
0: I think those are of all of these horror franchises. Well. Those are the those are the only ones that are like it's the same person. They're it's short enough of a series mm-hmm. and it's like solid enough and they actually technically did end it. Mm-hmm. The one that's called Freddy's Dead pretty much actually is the last one because New Nightmare is not
3: really the same. Well, Friday the thirteenth was like the last one with Robert Englund, wasn't it?
0: Versus Jay- uh, Freddy versus Jason. Oh, yeah, nice. he basically came back for that just because it was the novelty of doing that idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were planning it for years anyway. But technically, like, yeah, that series has ended. That was the only one that actually kind of ended and they didn't keep making sequels over and over again.
1: Mm-hmm. They made a
0: remake, which, yeah, like you said, I- I've heard it sucks. It was bad. It's like, not even.
1: The Friday, Friday the Thirteenth. That's the Michael or Bay or produced or one. The Nightmare on Elm, Nightmare Street, on Elm Street, make, Street. Which I, I think
0: Nightmare. was also produced by Michael Bay, if I remember right. I think they Maybe. both were produced by him. Anyway, we're all over the
2: place. I've now. seen the the Friday Thirteenth one this year,
0: and I
2: I didn't hate it. It was like interesting because they kind of played him. Part of it was like before he had the hockey mask, and he had like the like the I don't know, like a potato sack over yeah. his head. But then they also referenced other killings before so it was like a sequel. Mm. But yeah, so it wasn't a complete
0: remake, but it was still like
3: Doesn't he shoot someone you know. with a bow?
0: I can't remember. I heard that that remake of Friday the 13th was actually not bad. Not compared to Nightmare on Elm Street, which everyone says is just god awful. Well, mm-hmm. the thing is, is like I don't I haven't seen
2: I I have seen Friday the 13th Part 2 a long time ago and I can't remember. I, I remember how people died but don't remember the story of it. Mm. And so I can't really compare this one to anything. In this one, there's, like, a part where the main girl gets, like, kidnapped and, like, held hostage for, like, months or something. Hmm. And then her brother comes to, like, save her. And, like, they never really explain why other than, like, she might remind, like, Jason of his mom or something. But I don't know. I'd have to watch the old ones, which I see over there. I might see if I can borrow them the Friday 13th blue race but yeah I don't know I, I'm g- really getting into the old slashers I'm finding that mm-hmm. I really enjoy them a lot so I'll probably mm-hmm. never be able to I mean it would be years to track down every single one in each franchise mm-hmm. but for now like watching the main ones at least the very first in each universe is
1: mm-hmm.
3: it's a lot of fun yeah,
1: and so. they're making a comeback too which I really like so that's probably mm-hmm. going to make them a little easier to find
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, like at Walmart, they have, like, the whole uh, Nightmare on Elm Street on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. For, like, pack. It doesn't come with the, fir- the, the remake. Because
0: <laughs> it's so good. bad that it doesn't even come with the remake. <laughs> that good. Friday the 13th series, <laughs> it comes with the remake also. Mm-hmm. I would just like to see a sequel of that. Same, done in the same vein that this Halloween sequel was done. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see what they do, because I'm glad that this movie was good, and I'm glad it's making money, because Mm -hmm. hopefully studios will see this, and they'll be like, let's just do that. Let's just have actual fans Mm -hmm. of the series who have connections in Hollywood, who actually have writing ability, Mm -hmm. who are actually fans write these sequels or remakes or reboots or whatever i mean Mm -hmm. people don't they don't even really do remakes anymore it's all reboots or Mm -hmm. they connect them always to the first film but well this idea i
2: like i like this idea of making a sequel to the first one yeah Mm -hmm. like they did that with the thing back in 2011 it was a prequel and i remember loving it the the this like the prequel but the cg is awful otherwise the acting is pretty interesting and the horror aspect is just as scary as the original but the CD was just awful for 2011 like it was like I don't know I was I was like mad that like <laughs> that like the rest of the movie was that good and they just did such a crappy job with it but I think I, I would like more like this for sure mm-hmm. not like remaking the original but having a direct sequel to the original that would you know pass up all these other crappier sequels that are just money grabs
0: it was weird to watch a horror film that didn't have any kind of CG element throughout the entire film mm-hmm. it's all just like practical mm-hmm. pretty much which yeah. was awesome including the head stomping <laughs> they actually killed that guy that was like that was like amazing yeah I like that part where Laurie just starts kind of working with the cops, and they kind of just don't do anything about it. They're like, "Well, whatever." Like that is totally like that's a smaller town sensibility right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to say about the movie. Just it was, it was, it was good. It yeah. was a good movie. Yeah. Good. I liked it.
3: I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Probably gave the best hope. sequel.
0: I gave you hope. <laughs> I
2: don't know if I'll watch it again. I, I wasn't like I remember. Like I said, I, I was sold on Michael Myers, mm-hmm. but. Because I wasn't sold on Laurie Strode, I don't know if I'll ever have... I would rather go re-watch the original than this one. Yeah.
3: yeah. So... Well, what you should do is re-watch the first one and then watch the, like, second one to I that. do want to and watch then the second wa- one. And then watch this one again. Yeah. And just see how they compare. So so I want so to watch the
2: second fair. one, and then I want to watch the Rob Zombie ones. For sure. Just because
0: yeah I mean you should just but you should like watch especially like since yeah this movie like we already said has so many different continuities now mm-hmm. you could really just kind of decide which version of the story you, you liked prefer, better like which yeah. progression was better I still like the I think I like this one the best where it just goes from this one to the newest mm-hmm. one I, I do kind of like the fourth one though so I do like the idea of they made the second one made him related to Laurie. Mm-hmm. And then they have the fourth one where it's like the daughter and everything. Mm-hmm. The only problem with that one is that they kill off Lori Strode off screen mm. in like a car accident, which I think is really? kind of dumb. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't like when movies That was just because I couldn't get Jamie Lee Curtis back. Mm. Which is funny because, you know, now that I think about it, H2O is supposed to be a sequel to just the first and second one and in regards to Michael Myers they have to do that because he gets killed off in like the 6th one or whatever so I think that was part of the reason they did it but also because Laurie Strode was killed off but now that I think about it in H2O she changed her name so I'm like were they trying to make that all part of the same universe still except the fact that she'd have a daughter so maybe they. I don't know it's kind of weird because it was like they were half (laughs) Making it a sequel to all of them but also not like just it's a messy it is a messy series. Yeah. Hurts my brain to think about it.
2: What was your guys' ranking for this or not ranking but your rating I guess how many stars would you give this one?
0: And for the heck of it, the original Halloween. The original I'd give four and a half out of five. And the new one I'd give three and a half out of five.
3: Um, I think I give the original a four And then this new one Probably a three and a half
1: Yeah, mine are probably the same Four and three and a half
2: I gave the first one four And this one three and a half (laughs) I had to check it real quick on (laughs) Letterboxd But yeah
0: I'm telling you, three and a half is the basic. It was good. I don't know if I'll watch it again anytime soon, right? Yeah, it was an average. It's
3: a little bit better than average.
2: It looked good. It yeah. looked better than right. most horror movies I've
0: seen. Mm-hmm. It looked better than right. a lot of movies I've seen this yeah, year. Yeah. Like, yeah. like
2: I said, the use of practical effects was impressive. Yeah, and I mean, the
0: fact that it just cinematography wise, it was really good, and it fit yeah. in tone with the original, except for that yeah. opening scene. But like, which it, I, I
2: didn't mind the opening scene, other than I couldn't figure out what time period it was in.
0: Yeah. But it was a good looking movie because it still it had that like oh it looks like autumn just like how the original film is almost looks like the '70s but they have phones and there's like modern clothes but
4: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know some newer films are just shot so clean now with such nice cameras I almost wonder if they use like I wonder if they shot this digitally they might have it'd be cool to know if they use film mm-hmm. I almost wonder if they did but I don't think they mm-hmm. did I think they just it digitally altered it to look a little more like film but it was cool yeah well better, better shot like than First Man by the way which if we could do mm-hmm. a podcast on First Man and how I hated it <laughs>
2: really I gotta see it I think I might see it tomorrow I'm not sure yet but I was surprised I, I
0: that movie everyone was like it's gonna be an Oscar contender and I was like my god that was the most boring movie I've ever seen <sighs> Bad did. Times at the El Royale that was amazing
3: I, I thought like oh, it. I liked it. It was. It just seemed really slow at parts for me. Mm. Like it kind yeah. of like some scenes just really drug on. There were some things that they just didn't need to put in the movie like yep. at all. <laughs> I also wanted more Nick Offerman just because he's Nick Offerman. Why would I wasn't even questioning if that was him at first <laughs> it was, until it was well no well, I know until the end credits I was like well it was him.
0: Why did they barely put him in the movie? <laughs> if you yeah. want to see a good Nick Offerman movie from this year, it was uh, Hearts Beat Loud. That was a good Nick Offerman That's movie. Good. He's like a he owns a record shop and he like <laughs> is into music and he starts a band with his daughter Hunter by the way if you want to see, see it, that movie <laughs> see it. what's it called Heart, I think it's Heart Speed Loud I'm probably getting the mm. name wrong but that's it, coming out or it already came out it came out already should be at the red box
3: have to look for it yeah
0: skip first man though skip first man <laughs> that's just me I don't know I'm still probably gonna I might see it for five dollar Tuesday so no, you might. You. Know, I feel like everyone else will like that movie, but just me. Mm-hmm. I, man, I thought it was first so, man, for being a movie about the got first man to ever walk on the moon. I was like, wow, they made a boring movie out I, of it. Like,
3: it doesn't interest me at all.
0: The trailer didn't interest me. The only reason I saw it was for the director. Exactly. That's, that's the biggest who, reason. Who I, I, I
2: mean, it? I'd see Ryan Gosling in anything. Oh, Ryan Gosling too. It's
0: yeah. Damien Chazelle
2: who did Whiplash and La La Land. Oh, oh yeah, you're talking about that. So. Anyway,
3: <laughs> Halloween. So, um, is that all we have to say? Well, well yeah, we're, we're done with Halloween. I think that's I pretty think much that's, all we have to so say, right? Should we get to... Uh, last movie last on Earth, movie on Earth. I'm no,
0: definitely do last movie right. on Earth. Hush over the crowd. Um, so, for
2: our listeners at home... A uh, few, for some reason, have skipped episodes one through whatever and <laughs> <Go> are <back. laughs> listening to this for the first time. Go back to um, episodes
0: one
3: through whatever. <laughs> we play a little
2: game together. Um, we used to do it at the beginning of our episodes, and now we're doing it at the end, um, where we go around the table and we describe the last movie that we watched. We, we basically read the description off of Letterboxd or Netflix or M D B or something, and everyone has to try and guess it. And if someone guesses your movie, that person gets a point. And if no one guesses it, you get two points. Um, Justin, do you happen to have the standings? Don't Why don't
3: you ever keep a brief moment minor? while we're looking
2: for the standings?
3: You know what? i got to set everything <laughs> <The> up.
2: scoreboard. <laughs> well, we not- do keep points episode to episode, so this point, this point's- and some points are a little <laughs> out there. For some reason, people have been awarded stars and smiley faces. and uh, but, but were earned. They Zach got earned. a
0: top hat last
1: week. When I asked for a half point,
3: here? you get your top hat.
0: Yeah.
2: Chloe's point beer. She doesn't need any extra little thing to get ahead (laughs) in life.
1: I'm losing all on my own.
2: (laughs) Um, Justin, what is the standing so far?
0: Alright, so we got Chloe at 10 points. We got Zach at 12 points. And and I mean, I know, And me and Hunter are tied at 14. I'm not going to throw in all the extra stuff. <laughs> at this point, it's gone too wild. Yeah,
2: I figured only, we'll only read off who's on the podcast. So, like, we definitely, like... Oh, I
0: was talking about just all the extra, like, smiley faces oh, and yeah. stars. And, Unless
2: it comes down to a tiebreaker. That's the only thing that's matters. <laughs> and if there's, like, twos, if, you know, if, if there's a smiley face and a front of face, they cancel out. You know? Or, like,
4: uh,
3: we'll just... I think that goes without saying.
1: What would cancel out a top hat? Uh, I
3: don't know. Uh, no, and I don't know how he a, earned a, that. The, the, the opposite of a top hat is a flower pot. How <laughs> did you get a top hat
0: I forget. I over asked, a I star or a star?
3: Okay, I asked for a half point last last week for whatever. I think we said no. No, and then you, <laughs> he said sure, but he thought I said top hat. What the
1: heck? I think he thought you said hat point.
3: Yeah, hat yeah. point.
1: So you gave him a top hat. I was like,
2: top hat. What the heck?
0: Hat.
3: <laughs> I
2: don't know. I'm to go back and listen to that episode. Oh, I suppose that's not released yet. Yeah. I mean, well, whatever.
3: <laughs> hey, don't. Don't mess with the illusion. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Is anyone ready
0: to read theirs first? Yeah. I could read mine. <laughs> and it's it. not the movie we were just watching. And then so.
2: we are allowed to just yell out whenever. Yeah. <clears throat> that's a rule really we established a few
0: episodes ago where you don't have to wait for it to be done. But, but as
2: soon as you say it, that's it. That's like you're, you
4: know.
0: When they, everyone walked in here, though, I was watching a movie called Strange Nature, which is not going to be the movie of my last movie ever. But, <laughs> by the way, though, if you want to see that movie, it's a locally made movie from Duluth, Minnesota, which yep. just was released. It's a horror film, really goofy horror film about frogs. and
2: Features, features two actors that me and Zach were also actors alongside in another <laughs> film called <laughs> I Am Not a Serial Killer.
4: Right. It's pretty, that we were. Hunter. Pretty wacky movie. That we were.
3: Mm-hmm. Alright,
0: well, I'll read mine first. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Mother and daughter bicker over everything. What? Uh, really? Oh my gosh, I remember <laughs> you saying that. <laughs> I just
1: saw it on letterbox. Oh, oh,
0: yeah, no, because I was just talking about it. that. <laughs> That's water. really I good. Kn- I knew, I knew. You that earned that. Like, yeah. I figured you would get it right away. <laughs> this is the first point I've Mother earned and daughter from bicker.
1: guessing anything in such a long time. Yeah,
2: because usually you get your points from yeah. nobody guessing your obscure horror films I from Scandinavia. I tried to not
1: watch an obscure one today. Yay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i um, go to next. Sure, I mean, by the way about Freaky Friday... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, what'd you oh, think?
0: What's your rating? <laughs> <I'm pretty laughs> I guess 7 out of 5. No, I mean, or 7 out of 5. 7 out <laughs> of 5. <laughs> low 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 scale. Scale. <laughs> I'm thinking out of 10. No, 3.5 out of 5. I, I actually like the movie. I've watched it many times before. And I don't know. I mean, besides the fact that the Asians always have to be magical in these movies and have <laughs> voodoo, as they call it, Asian voodoo, as they say in the film, like, whoa. <laughs> but that's, no, I like, I am. I, like the movie jamie the curtis is in it we were just talking
4: about her mm-hmm. and
0: she does amazing yeah. and they do that stupid thing where the boyfriend you know the, the girl wants the popular guy in school but the stuff they do with him is like amazing mm-hmm. like it's messed up for a disney film because like he goes from liking the daughter to the mother real quick and i'm mm-hmm. like whoa it's like yesterday you were into the mom and Singing outside her window, I'm like, it's messed up, and it's great. <laughs> so I like that part of it. I will definitely see it again in the future. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen in a while. All right. Cool.
1: Okay. So, seven strangers are taken out of their daily lives and placed mysteriously in a deadly maze where they all agree they must find their way out. Maze runner. Nope. Dang it. Oh. The cube. Ah, oh, dang
4: Is it. it? Yeah. Oh, nice.
1: Is on Netflix? Technically, it's
2: just Cube. Is it just Cube, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's on Netflix. You were talking about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was last time or, like... Yeah,
2: because we were talking about our favorite horror movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you and like it? I watched it?
1: it. Um, so when I first watched it, I was like, eh, it's just, like, another mm-hmm. mid-2000s horror movie. And then I looked at the date it came out, and it's 1997. I was like, okay, that's, mm-hmm. I guess for the time period, that's good. And I looked into it more. And it's a super low-budget Canadian mo- Canadian film, filmed in a fourteen by fourteen cube with like a handheld camera. So like for that, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really good. They just
2: change the colors of the cube yeah. basically, and then add in kind of crappy special effects mm-hmm. and stuff. And the acting isn't good. No, but... the acting
1: is way over the top. But yeah. like for the for. The budget and, like, what they had, they did really well. Yeah. I thought it was cool. And it's, the whole concept is really cool, too. It's
2: a pretty widely clean but it's not because of acting. Mm-hmm. And even, like, the storyline is, like, interesting,
4: mm-hmm.
2: but it's more so for, yeah, the, it, it's like a evil death. It's not like lightning in a bottle, it's just mm-hmm. like, I don't know, something that's slightly harder to get into a bottle, <laughs> not quite <laughs> yeah. as cool as lightning.
0: <laughs> it's like, uh, so... Yeah, like pudding cool. in a bottle. Like, you know, <laughs> absurd amount of pudding. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Cool.
3: Putting in a bottle.
2: Did you have a rating for it?
1: I'd probably give it a three out of five. Okay. Like, I don't know if I'll watch it again, but I had fun watching it. Yeah. Like it kept me entertained. I
2: think mine was like two and a half out of five,
1: mm-hmm. probably
3: somewhere in there. Nice. My turn? <clears throat> The ultimate X-Men ensemble fights a war for the survival of the species across two time periods. As days, future uh, days of <laughs> X-Men oh, yeah. Days of Future Past. <laughs> now you can have it. We <laughs> days of I Future think Past. Just, was, was, yeah, you can have, have it. Past. Justin said Days of Future first. So.
0: <laughs> I, well, I wasn't going to say X-Men. You just said X-Men. We, were all, we, we heard X-Men. We just need to know which X-Men it is. I know, I <laughs> yeah, so someone
3: has to say the full title first. X Men. I said I Future. said X Men Days, oh, right Days of Future Past. But he said Days of Future
0: Past, and I think directed by Brian Singer, 2014, starring Hugh <laughs> yeah, Jackman. Just Wolverine. for
2: that, he gets it. Yeah. So.
3: And I guess did, did you watch? The rogue cut. That, that's what I was just gonna say. I yeah. technically watched. the spend Days of Future Packs Broke up. <laughs> I, I I bought it at Pond America for four dollars, and I was like, oh, I've never seen $4. the rogue <laughs> cut. Yeah, nice. Blu-rays for four dollars. Yeah. So usually... four dollars at the local yeah. Pan America. And I, I yeah, for I, some reason I, I didn't even Pot know America that part. existed. So I have it. Yeah. It's interesting.
0: Um, if, it should come with both cuts on the on two discs, right? Yeah. Good thing you got them. Cause did you like the rogue cut versus the actual cut? <sighs>
3: I didn't really care either way. <laughs> like, Same. It it didn't make any difference to the movie to me. <laughs> actually, I didn't actually... like
2: that Mystique and be sexy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I forgot they threw that in there. Yeah. No, you were. I thought you were making a joke, but I was like, "That's in there, isn't yeah. it?"
2: That's not even what bothers That's me. That's what's going on while Wasn't they're in breaking the into the X Men magazine. That's or, not in or the original. That's no. not, not in the
0: original. No, it's not. Oh. It's not
2: fully. They like have a little okay. talk, yeah. but they don't, they don't get I heavy like sex, they do in this
0: one. They don't really like. Finish uh, it. Blue people go say. together. Okay. Why are we sex? We don't. We don't interbreed. <laughs> that was just. A, that felt like a. Yeah, comic I guess book yeah. lovers like fantasy right there. He's like, yes, <laughs> beast, Steve. <It's deep. laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. I am Brian Singer. <laughs> but
3: like... yeah, it's my favorite X Men movie so far. Uh, if we're not counting Logan. No, um, Logan counts. It's an X Men movie. Okay, then it's my second favorite <laughs> X Men movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, Logan, I just count as like Wolverine movie because mm-hmm. it it. I guess it has Professor X, but it's not like the X-Men.
2: Yeah. It's my third favorite my first versus Logan, and then Deadpool, Deadpool 2, and then yeah. this one. Okay. So.
0: My, my favorite one is still Days of Future Past, over like all the other ones. Mm. But I didn't like the Rogue cut because, well, I forgot about the sex scene, which was dumb. <laughs> but I didn't like that. I, I don't know if they, they must have originally shot it to have Rogue show up. Yeah. And then they cut it all out because they realized it just slowed the movie down. Which, yeah, guess what? It slows the movie down. Mm-hmm. It's random. It's pointless. We don't really need to have Rogue back, especially since their film version of Rogue, I've never liked. Never yeah, liked her. Since the beginning. Yeah, I think
2: they knew that. Like People don't actually like Rogue, so we don't need this. Yeah. People, <laughs> but you know what? Let's charge extra
3: for the Rogue it, cut because there will be those guys who will go and buy it. <laughs>
0: People liked her in the
3: cartoon. Yeah, it's just the actress.
0: It's just well the movie because the first movie, in the very first movie, they had her show up and she was kind of a big part with the first one. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. since the beginning I've never liked her. I don't know how many people who have ever said they do. And since then she's been cut out of the movie more and more.
3: That's because throughout the first three X Men movies, like her whole arc is oh, I can't touch people. Yeah, I can't kiss a boy. That's why X2 is my oh, favorite of all of them, because she shows up the least
0: amount in that one, and it has yeah. really nothing to do with her. I just don't like her. And then I, when they made that ver- a whole version where she just shows up for no reason, I'm like, are yeah. you kidding me? This doesn't even make sense, because I'm like, where was she when they were all fighting? How'd she even sneak over there? Like, wh- what?
3: They, what? <laughs> Professor X knew a secret passage I hated it, in the that. mansion. I, hate, I,
0: hate it. I hated it. I hated that cut. <laughs> Screw it! I the did first the, cut is a masterpiece. I,
3: the only part of that I liked was Magneto, like having like the silver balls, like and oh, yeah, shooting them, back. and like back to back with Michael Fassbender doing the same thing, breaking into oh, cool. into the um, to get the helmet
0: I didn't even remember they did that, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, who's getting that point? Then? <laughs> you, you get it. You get it. Oh, right
3: all right you ready right for this four out of five in case anyone wanted to know
1: huh four the out of five, five the oh, roll cut or
3: the regular cut i regular guess cut. It, like i said it doesn't really matter it doesn't really affect so. it too much for you well all right we're waiting <laughs> <laughs>
2: A man enters the Mexican village of San Miguel in the midst of a power struggle among the three Rojo brothers and Sheriff John Baxter. When a regiment of Mexican soldiers bearing gold intended to pay for new weapons is waylaid by the Rojo brothers, a stranger inserts himself into the middle of the long-simmering battle, selling false information to both sides for his own. A fistful of dollars. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I did not look at this beforehand. I'm like, I don't have time to shorten this to something simple or vague. It's just what it is. So
0: I just couldn't remember all the extra names and yeah. such. But yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't but get any the basic there. plot
3: of it, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep,
2: that's what it was. <laughs> what would you think? Uh, I liked it. Yep. Like, uh, old, I really like westerns, and um, I don't watch enough of them. And uh, I'd seen this one a long time ago with my grandpa. And, yeah, I liked it. I liked the, the very beginning was the best part of it. And then as it goes on, it gets cheesier
0: and cheesier. Nice. But the very beginning is super interesting. Cool. So, three and a half. Have you seen the film about the samurai who walks into a town and in the midst of a power struggle and joins both sides giving false information Saying was made. noon. <laughs> it was, it's actually, uh, I have it up there somewhere. It's Yo Jimbo. It's actually the original Fistful of Dollars really? that basically Sergio Leone remade. Oh, and really? then he, he even did get sued later because they're like, this is the same movie. It's, the same movie. Really? <laughs> it's literally yeah. the same movie, but awesome. with a samurai and it takes place in Asia rather than in the West and with Clint Eastwood. Hmm. That might be my favorite of all the Dollars trilogy films. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like Good, the Bad, and Ugly as much. This one I remember the most was this one, and so I'm working my
2: way through them. So I guess I don't really have a valid.
4: I don't
3: think I've seen it yet. It's
0: good. For a few dollars more is pretty good too, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch them all again.
2: Well, Not good, Clint Eastwood though. I think the best ones, well, Unforgiven is good, mm. but, I mean, a lot of people say it's the best, but uh, Pale Rider is really good, and High Plains Drifter is real good. But,
0: Speaking of Clint Eastwood, The Mule, have you seen the trailer for yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, man, that looks awesome. That, looks <laughs> that movie <laughs> looks awesome. I am totally... The only
3: thing I was thinking during that trailer I was, like, Ugh. Eastwood's so old. I feel like he's gonna die soon. (laughs) I think this might
2: be his last movie because of it. Like, I think it was almost like, the references in the trailer was like, one last time or one last go. I was like, I wonder if this is gonna be like, almost like how Logan is a western. This would be like, his last western. I
0: I wonder if he's almost commenting on himself though, because the trailer was like, oh, it's just one last time. But in the trailer, you could tell like, that's not really the truth though, because it's the whole point. He's a He's highly invested into this group, and what he oh. says it's one last time. It's really not the last time. He oh, keeps getting
3: sucked back in. We're just reading too much into it, and we should we just could. watch the movie. <laughs> well, Unfor- <laughs> no. Unforgiven was a comment on it. his Western <laughs> career. No, <laughs> I
0: don't know. I just think it's funny that Clint Eastwood, this movie, he might release one of the best movies of the year, while also releasing one of the worst movies of the year, because he did the 1517 to Paris, which is still mm-hmm. m- my least favorite film of the entire year. That movie's god awful. I didn't see it. Yeah, because it's like there's two versions of Clint Eastwood. There's the one where it's like he's making these great character driven films that comment on the different genres they come out of. And then there's the other version of Clint Eastwood's like, his name was just thrown on the title because there's no way he had anything to do with this movie. Mm-hmm. Like Jersey Boys, there's no way that movie's so. I had no idea he was attached to Jersey Boys. Directed <laughs> him. Like, are you kidding oh me? <laughs> Man, it's, it's like he makes it's a weird, great like, like, movies. passion project. <laughs> here he is with like Jersey Boys. He made like American Sniper and Gran Torino and oh, Unforgiven, yeah. and they're all great movies. and then, J. Here, Edgar. And then he, here he comes with. Jersey Boys and the fifteen seventeen to Paris and
2: I don't think a Netflix
0: original. (laughs) Was Jersey Boys not good? Oh god, it's not. I thought it wasn't good. I think I don't think he directed Trouble with the Curve, but I know he's in it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The the Justin Timberlake baseball film? (laughs) In a
4: baseball
2: film. Did he direct Million Dollar Baby? Or was it did he was he just in it?
0: Ooh you know what? I think he did direct it if I'm so that one's pretty spectacular. Yeah, that's yeah. He directed it and scored the film. Well, oh, like, that's yeah. one thing I forgot to say. John Carpenter was a
2: composer for this
0: Halloween. Yeah. Oh yeah. That I, I was didn't, like I, impressive. I didn't bring that up because the music was it was good, but it was just like the first film's music. But Most it of it good. was
2: identical, except there was a lot of stuff added in. I liked. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like of like this weird grinding bass sound. Yeah. That was like it, there were several points where it made me terrified. But anyway, let's probably wrap up the episode, I'm guessing. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, thanks, folks, for listening into The Cinema Swamp, whatever episode this is. And I hope that you come back next time um, to hear whatever. We're probably going to do a game show next, I'm
0: thinking, perhaps, maybe. You're just bringing this on us out of nowhere. I, I thought I had said it before, but maybe not. I think, he I think might. you
1: might. Talked with us about it. I okay, think okay, we might
0: kill, kill someone next <laughs> episode.
3: <we'll see. laughs> it wasn't the cinema swamp. <laughs>
0: this episode, we kill a guy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we'll see who we kill next. Welcome time. to the murder party. <laughs> <laughs> well, murder that'd party. be a good. That'd be a good that'd way to go into the episode. Great Let's just go into it. Thanks.
2: Yeah, if you haven't seen Murder Party yet, watch Murder Party. <laughs> highly recommend we it. We watched oh, it after imagine. we recorded our last episode, and I'm pretty positive that would have made it onto a top five horror <laughs> movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Might have pushed down Alien. It would have been uh, one through five. It was so one good. One through five no, Murder through Party. one through five
3: is show dogs. <laughs> it could be number six.
2: Oh, so good. Go watch Murder Party. It's on Netflix. You won't regret it. So good. Anyway. Um...
0: We'll see you next time. <laughs> and always remember. This is uh, Halloween. This is Halloween. pumpkin scream in the day. Of- no one's going
3: to
0: Oh, you know what better yet? Okay, I know how to end the episode. I was given this music. I bought the tickets online. And then Fandango, went, oh, they yeah, usually, they'll usually, right. usually give me something that's like, oh, you can pay five bucks for a poster. But this time they're like, you get something for free. This is what they gave me. They gave me an MP3 download of the new Halloween music. That's right, Swampies. <laughs> That's right. You heard it here first, Swampsters. <laughs> Cinema Swamps Halloween, starring
3: Donald Pleasance, Hunter Goble, <laughs> Jay <Jack> Courtney. <laughs> Blair! (laughs) (laughs)
4: Reprising
3: his role as Michael Myers.
0: Tim Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Myers. Reprising his role as Michael Myers. Mike Myers as Mike Myers.
3: Yeah,
0: baby. (laughs) (laughs) Love Guru! (laughs) Some people call me the Space Cowboy! (laughs) Have you ever seen the Love Guru? Yeah. I saw it in theaters. Well, he sings that song in the movie. I
2: remember. Damn donkey. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Remember,
0: always beware the the Cinema cinema Swamp.
2: We're not high. well, you survived Halloween night in the Cinema Swamp. Which Halloween film is your favorite? Are you a fan of the traditional, everyday Laurie Strode, or do you prefer the Sarah Connor type? Which of Michael Myers' kills were your favorite? Let us know on social media, at cinema Swamp on Twitter or Instagram. We'll stalk you next time. I mean, we'll see you next time. And remember, always beware the Cinema Swamp.